0: Let's do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah! woo Welcome to another episode of the... A sweet gym of a course, dude. Click, they are, you know what I mean? I think every time I start recording, they're a (laughs) gym. But today, today, today has been a long time coming. Been wanting to podcast this guy for since February at least. And yeah, baby, it's going to be very, very entertaining. First of all, I want to thank my sponsor out there, Drew from Wild Edge Inc., baby. Yeah. Woo! Any of you guys, tree hunters, blinders, you guys want to get in the tree, check out Wild Edge Inc., baby. It's family veteran owned, dude. All, everything in-house, made, you guys woo, You guys are going to elevate your game. And all the, I know it's an East Coast thing pretty much out there, but we're going to bring the saddle to the West Coast, baby. We're going to you know, get out of those Walmart stands. I know you guys are not getting a really good stands, but you want to get a saddle check out wild edge ink baby and also not my sponsor but it's a good buddy of mine mark socal hunt fish and jt hunting trevor they're starting their own gig it's mountain bound kennels go to check them out all you bird hunters out there go check these guys out dude okay they got the new state-of-the-art kennels they're dope I mean, pretty much, If i i going live in one if I had to. I mean, shit, I might not even get a dog and go get one because they're so awesome. They got USB ports, waters. I mean, it's legit, Cat. I mean, yeah. If you see, you saw, them, like, the promos. I mean, go check out Mountain Bound Kennels and also Mountain Bound Hunt Co. They got some shed racks going now. These guys are uh, super inventors. But, hey, go check out my guys. All right, buddy? Woohoo! But, hey. We are gonna get deep into this. We're drinking some medelis over here. It's springtime in Springville over here, so yeah. welcome my man. Who
2: are you, dude? Hey everybody, this is Chad. Yeah. Baby Baby Chad.
0: Baby Chad, BC. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That's it.
2: What's up, my man? How you doing today? Doing good. Heck yeah. yeah. Thanks for good.
0: having me over at your house, dude. It's mm-hmm. nice. I mean, Um, your house is nice.
2: Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, thanks for making the trip out. Hey, you know, and it's so awesome is my in-laws, they live 20 minutes from
0: you, dude. And I knew I was coming to San Diego like like a week ago. I knew I was coming down here to visit. So I was like, dude, I'm going to make a couple phone calls, see where people live. I mean... The mobile podcast, right? That's it. It
2: makes it much easier, and
0: then, yeah. And then when you gave me your address, I was like, oh, dude, you live close. I'm like, we're going to make this happen. You said, yeah, I'm here. We're down here. It's It does feel, everybody out there listening, when I rolled up in this bitch. Because <laughs> out of the 20 years being down in San Diego, this is the first time down here. Okay. I've never been down here, dude. Like, it was, when I was coming, that was the first time getting on the 94.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm a 15, 163, 8. I'll, I went on the 52, I think it is. Or is it the 52 or 56? Yeah, 52. It's one of those 50s. I know that. 50-50, mm-hmm. crazy, baby. I know I was on that road. <laughs> and that's basically the roads I, in 20 years, of down here in San Diego. No. Okay. So coming yeah. down here, I was like, I was like, I was thinking it was gonna be like fucking the Simpsons. Yeah. You know, like the, the old
1: Springville. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: was like looking for old fucking Jebediah. Where are you at? <laughs> and I turned the corner over here, everybody. <laughs> and it's like I'm going to the freaking fair. Cones everywhere. Every every one of these houses <laughs> got cones, dude. Every the the parking over here is horrendous. And every household has probably like 12 cars there's like four four people 12 cars they've got like double cars here mm-hmm. so most of these houses got cones
2: yeah 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 for those of you listening it's um spring valley and we're out here we got we got um like trailer parks all around us and the parking's just horrible so you guys you east county people know uh but and yeah I'll show show Chad later but a lot of the cars around here are mine, believe it or not. So Who's that old car out there? That's mine. Because
0: ah! right? <laughs> that was the first one I walked. So I, there was no parking here for me, so I, I parked up the street. Good thing I got this roller box. Pretty dope box for mm-hmm. my gear, though, right? Oh, I yeah. mean...
2: Waterproof? Oh, Dude, with
0: wheels. I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm not going to carry all that shit. Because, you know, like, these little mics, they're little heavy bastards, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a little weight to them and stuff. And I was like, ah... Uh, I'll be more organized with this. And, dude, this equipment ain't cheap. I mean, I was shocked. Like, when I was, like, first, like, oh, this is it, Chad. You're doing it. I'm going in. All in. All in. And I didn't want to buy, like, a lesser. Because there, there was some equipment that was, like, a couple hundred bucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't want to buy it and then, like, liked it so much and then have to go out and get more. And now it's like, oh, I kind of spent more money than I had to spend, you know, on the yeah. same shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so... I went all in with this good gig right here, dude, and uh, I like it, dude, so that's why I got that box. Good thing I had that box, because I had to park up the street, and I'm rocking down, and I see this old car, and I first thing I said is, like, they must not got street ordinance around here, <laughs>
1: yeah. because
0: you know what? Where I'm at, that fucker would get tagged. You get to move it in three days. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, no, you can park trailers out here, boats, and they don't even, they don't check. Nothing mm. like that, huh? No, yeah. That's a that's a 1960 Thunderbird that I got, and it runs, but I'm still kind of working on it. And um, uh, but yeah, it's been sitting out there for like three, or four months. It's, it,
0: but it'll start. Ready? It, you could run it though. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what other work you gonna do? To paint job and all that, you restore uh, it.
2: Well, my my original thoughts were I was just gonna kind of flip it, just kind of get it running. At the time, it, it wasn't running. I was just gonna flip it, sell it, make a little money, but. Um, now I'm kind of wondering, you know, I've, I've got three kids. It'd be kind of fun to drive them around and Heck yeah. take them out and that. Heck uh, yeah. How'd you get it? Uh, my sister-in-law, she, yeah, she had it. She was buying and selling cars and they just got, they had an issue where they had to, they needed money quick. And I told them I wasn't interested and, um, she was like really desperate. So uh, she's like, I was like, Oh, I'll give you a couple grand. She's like, okay. <laughs> and it didn't run. Didn't run. So, so
0: did you do all the work yourself? Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. mechanically inclined.
2: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What yeah. kind of work do you do? Appliance repair. So like I fix like washers and dryers and all that. Oh, so,
0: oh, already mechanically already. Yeah,
2: oh. yeah. And I, I, I started off in automotive. I actually went to school for automotive and had all the ASE certifications and. No shit. Went to be a mechanic and it just just lined up where I ended up doing appliances.
0: Nice. Also, I can see why you did your own work though. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you got the car, how long did it take you to get it going? Like, were you on it, like determined to do it? Right. Yeah. Right?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I was. I was super determined, and um, and then I was kind of worried at the time that yeah, I was gonna have issues with like, them trying to tow it or something. Um, and so it probably only took a couple weeks. I had it running, where I could at least move it around. Um, but yeah, they don't bother it. They just leave it out there. So. Um, we'll see. I've got a lot going on, but little by little, I've just been getting it fixed up. Nice,
0: it's a it's a, it's a gem. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. What color do you think you'll paint it?
2: I'd probably just um, try to stay on the cheaper side. Try to keep it the original color, which is white. Um, probably just go with that. Is, I don't what think do you do mean cheaper side? Because uh, if you change the color, then you got to do like the door jams oh, gotcha, and all that, gotcha. and, like, the trunk, and yeah, I wouldn't want to do all that. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, yeah. that's like a full on restore then, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So you can get away with a little, you know. W- <laughs> Who's that? Earl Shy? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, <laughs> yeah. and
0: by the way, I don't know who Earl is. I just said that I like oh, I like that commercial back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say all kinds of corny, funky stuff anyway. And everybody that's listening, yeah, you probably already know that. So, hey dude, you got a boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, talk about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you fished like that. I see your hat too, obviously. I mean I'm putting two to two together. He yeah. brought me out this, he brought me out this bottle opener, <laughs> and it's a fish. Yeah. All the time we and this guy talked already, he went on a hunt with us. He went on a pigorama. We hunted, we were together for three days, yeah. pretty much, right? Because mm-hmm. I stayed with you all the way to the end on Sunday.
1: Yeah.
0: And not once, you mentioned you fish like that.
1: hmm yeah.
0: It was just hunting. I know you did, we'll get into it, but talking about how you went uh, out of state, I don't know. if was, I think maybe it was a coos deer. Yeah, uh, I think that was a story you told me, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, dude, oh, baby, Chad over here." Because that was that was the, that was the that was the fun thing about because my name's Chad. Everybody knows, him. and now you know his name's Chad also, and he's a little bit smaller than me, and I. It, Baby Chad, it stuck, right? <laughs> it was funny.
2: It did, yeah. Out there at the around it stuck, and <laughs> it was funny, but I'm all right with it. Uh, yeah. I can remember coming around the corner, baby Chad! <laughs> anyway, so
0: <coughs> I'm hunting with this guy for three days. We get to talk, and I we do communicate a little bit somewhat on the uh, texts. Probably we should text and, and communicate more because... It's honey season coming up. We should probably communicate more and talk to more and mm-hmm. hang out. I mean, shit. Hey, dude, you're only 20 minutes from my in-laws. We come down all the time. I mean, pretty much, I feel that we're this close. When I come down, I should hit you up, and we should just at least meet for a couple beers or something. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. it's not every day that you get to hang out with somebody fucking cool. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes from you. Yeah. Hey, true. so for me, when I come down, I could like, oh, I could go to the, what's the name of that bar? Oh, Rarney's. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bar right by my in-laws' house, dude. It's called Blarney's okay. Sports Bar, right? Yeah, I've seen it. And I used to go there all the time because I, I, was work, I had work down here, so I was I would stay at their house, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that Blarney's is, like, two minutes, dude, from their house. And uh, I was going there for, like, a lot. Instead of going there and hanging out, I could come here and have a six-pack with you and hang out. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty dope. So we're gonna make that a a point to, for us to hang out some more, dude.
2: Yeah, definitely. Oh.
0: So you fish.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I um yeah, I didn't even really think about it when we were out there at the at the um pigorama to really be talking about it, but yeah, I kinda grew up fishing. That's how I got into the outdoors, like kinda like most people, you know. Fly fishing sh- streams and stuff like that. Oh shit!
0: You're a fly fisherman. Yeah. Oh, dude, I mean, my like, buddy, and he's a, he is my co-host, Dwight. He just hasn't been here. He's been doing some family dues. Yeah, he's been getting at it. Uh, but he comes back today, and he'll be live with us too. And he loves the fly fish.
1: Oh, really? That's cool.
0: He's been fly fishing, and 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 you know he's now. Going through his almost retirement or retired, I don't know what you really call it, but all he talks about is fly fishing. Mm-hmm. And now that you say you fly, what? How old were you when you started that?
2: Um, I I kind of messed around with it. I was probably about ten when I first first had like a rod that I that I played with. But where did you grow up at? Um, out here in San Diego.
0: You fly fish out here? Uh, well, no. Oh no, um, my my <laughs> yeah.
2: My parents um, uh, once a year would take me up to the Sierras and so we we uh fly fish out there and then it wasn't until I was probably about like 16 that I really got into it pretty deep like tying your own flies and um and then fishing for carp out here in San Diego that's kind Were of with a fly fish with a fly
0: rod mm-hmm. oh
2: yeah. have you got any
1: yeah oh. yeah
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty fun cuz they're big and you know they're if you go to the right spots they're just everywhere and it's pretty easy um but uh that's kind of just what I grew up doing and then you know kind of at a certain age probably um you know four or five years later start to get a little boring so you start to branch out to the you know offshore fishing that they have here locally and um that's kind of what, what drew my attention from there and that's why I got a boat uh it's an older boat doesn't always work out the greatest but I take it out um works yeah yeah it does work and um, uh, I've gone offshore, I've gone up to 20 miles offshore with it, and, um, it's definitely another level when you go out there on your own boat, going offshore, it's really, really hard, versus going on a, like a three-quarter day or a day boat. Oh,
0: oh, oh, hands fucking down, dude, okay, because I've been on some small, so I usually go out on a boat, we're going to go right back to you, though, mm-hmm. I usually go out with my buddy, uh, Wes out there, in the death sports fishing, mm-hmm. okay, uh, Wes and Donnie Bryant, those guys are top class act guys, okay? Mm-hmm. I met these guys years ago. And me and my dad, we used to go... And happy birthday, Dad. Today's my dad's birthday, That's by the awesome. way. Happy and, uh, yeah, today's my dad's birthday. Got a little cinnamon real quick. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad, we used to go fishing all the time on big mm-hmm. those big boats. Well... I don't like that boat because of the fact that you get fucking 30 to 50 yin-yangs on this boat, okay? 25 of them don't know how to fish. Mm-hmm. It's a frustrating time when you kind of... I'm not saying I'm a fisherman by far. I know how to fish. Mm-hmm. I think I can get down, but I don't think... I, I wouldn't... I'm no fly fisherman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no caliber of that. I, I've never made a fly like you are talking about. Mm-hmm. I never did that. So, like... I'm just the average fisherman guy. You, on the other hand, just a little quickly, you said you're a little bit more stepper above it because you jumped in fishing. Mm-hmm. And I started going, my dad, he, we, they, we were going on the fishes and my dad got to a point where he couldn't really like fish and he was going through knee surgeries. Like it, it was a deal before my dad ended up getting sick with cancer. His knees were the ones fucking him up because he was like, oh, I would love to go fish. If I could go there and only use my waist up, I'm down to fish. But, you know, the point of the boat rocking, his knees, we were all afraid that something could happen tragically to his knees. Yeah. I wish now that we went over there and took that chance so I could get one more fishing trip with him. That would be great. Yeah. So during this time, I was like, man, I, only, I need to fish, dog. I I, I want to get a couple fish. I'm like a two, three time a year guy. Mm -hmm. I'm a hunter. I'll go three times a year. I I try to do a yellowtail run when all the (laughs) yellowtail. I do one trip, get some yellowtail. When the bluefin are running and the yellowfin, I I got yellowfin. I'm an albacore guy. Mm -hmm. They caught one in San Diego here not too long ago. Really? Yeah. What is it, Seaforth? Okay. Seaforth caught an albacore, dude crazy right yeah must have been a freaking mentally challenged fucking yeah. albacore yeah. it was it was, was a school of blue, uh, yellowfin okay
2: yeah but yeah yeah no definitely that's that's awesome um and that's kind of i feel the same way about those little or those short you know short-term boats like three-quarter day half day i don't bother going on them because it's just a bunch of guys that don't yeah. know what they're doing they're crossing lines. how many feet is your boat that's a twenty-one foot. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. So, so I went on that end of death sports fishing.
0: Wes in their boat, right? Mm-hmm. I met this guy Ramon. He started. He started a. Uh, he started a, a, a charting called Slam, Slay Day, Slay Day. Yeah?
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: And you could go rent your own boat from these guys.
2: That's pretty
1: cool.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. And the boat, Chad. Mm-hmm. it's fucking legit, okay? Mm-hmm. All the fish finders, I mean, all, dude, he gives you everything on the boat. You can rent it for a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slay Day M out of San Diego. Check him out, my buddy Ramon. He's doing it. He takes me out like a couple weeks ago. He's like, hey, dude, come on, man. I've been telling you I want to go fishing. He had to go out of town, get, get gotten engaged at Yellowstone, maybe. I'm not sure it was at Yellowstone or whatever, but he got engaged off a mountain and shit. And he gets back. And he said he calls me up, dude. I've been busting his balls about, dude, you own a fucking charter? You own a charter company, and you can't even take your pal out. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right? Well, he comes back, and he hits me up. Yo, yo. You want to go on the boat? I ha- No matter what, I say yes. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I miss work or not. You say yes because, you know what? I-, I bust somebody's balls to do something, and all of a sudden <laughs> they call you up to do it, and you say no,
1: yeah.
0: and you flake. That's the biggest thing. you know. People that flake is just completely horrible, dude. That's like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, don't make plans and can't keep it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you set a date... Or you set some times or you bust balls with somebody, and when it comes back around, like, oh, dude, like, yeah, yeah, let's do this, you this, and you don't do it. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Your trust, your, your integrity and your trustworthy goes down in levels, right?
1: Yeah. So definitely.
0: he calls me up. I'm going. So me and B Rad, I think it goes by Brad Hunt, 89, <laughs> 87, or whatever. Yeah. yeah okay. Him. Cool, hey, cool dude, yeah. right? Brad is a solid guy, okay, also like you, very solid, very loyal, cool, fucking guy. We go fishing, dude, and we get there early. Brad picks me up, dude, I'm like, I don't have to drive, oh man, I didn't even drink that day. I was like, oh man, I was thinking like, should I get all fucking drunk <laughs> like I ain't driving ah! oh, yeah, but I did a sober day i didn't I was like, ah, uh, you know.
2: Taking it serious. Yeah, I was like, I want to
0: catch some fish, dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going on with a guy. I don't know how... He he has a charter business. I think he's pretty fucking serious. Yeah. Okay? He brings his fucking buddy out, right? Fossing Goes by Scoogie's 0803 or something, okay? He rolls up to the parking lot where we're at, dude. This guy, Fossia... Drops out of the truck, Chad. He brought like 80 fucking fishing poles. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. These fucking guys mean business. I mean, it might might have been 80, but it was fucking a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It
0: filled up every fucking... The boat has all these little fishing rod holders and shit. Mm -hmm. All full. I mean, yeah. The guys are fishermen. If you guys follow this guy on Insta- and on Instagram, and I'll post it when I post this, his name also in it. Okay. This guy fishes because I didn't know he fished like that, Chad, until yeah. I got off the boat. Because you know, you start talking to somebody for the first time in the boat, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I want to follow you on Instagram?" And then I there's no reception. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I I got a, I got everything off this so one that night when I got home, the next day when I got home, I was like, "Oh, let me look this dude up." Dude can fish.
1: Dang.
0: Holy shit dude he fishes And he rolls up, they get out and I look at the boat <laughs> <laughs> and I said Oh shit Center console aluminum twenty three footer okay and I was like Yeah these guys throw all their boats on fucking poles on there I mean they're I mean this yeah. We go out we we start going and then we start the water was great dude fishing was a little tough that day and then they got he gets a call from his partner's sister boat same group but he got in another part get over here get out and this guy you people think i'm high strung in energy right mm-hmm. This guy's big energy, because holy shit, get over here, get over here, get over here. Yeah, my guy, the fucking foamers. Ah! Dude, I'm like, dude, that guy seems pretty serious, or he just did fucking three bumps with some fucking meth, dude, all right? Because, yeah, yeah. like, this guy's, like, going <laughs> off, dude. And we haul ass, dude. We fucking reel our shit in, and we haul ass. And this is the first time I was like, ooh. Yeah, dude, you can feel every bump. It felt like my body was getting beat up. Because, dude, we're doing Miami Vice style, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going on a 23 footer boat, okay, dude? <laughs> and, dude, we're going Mach 9. Fly through the water. I mean, there were sometimes we hit a swell and landed on the next swell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i thought a couple times we hit the swell so hard i could hear the motor out
1: and then yeah, you
0: know yep. now you say you got a 23 footer a 21 footer 21 which foot. is smaller mm-hmm.
2: yeah so you yeah got fish
0: finders and everything
2: yeah yeah i got fish finders i mean it's definitely a um not quite up to that that style it's pretty slow it's an old boat. it's got a chevy v8 on it uh that's the reason i got it is i can actually work on it i kind of know more about them and um we go pretty slow but i mean it gets by and i do it's kind of funny because i'm so into fishing but i, I do get seasick um, me too. yeah and uh, it's, it's just always a nightmare what do you do about with it that it, it was i tried everything and really nothing worked for me and then finally i was talking to this um guy this uh scuba diver instructor and he gave me this tip and it was kind of simple looking back on it but he takes the drama mean the night before to really get it in your system then the morning of and then he also takes ginger pills with it um and that did it for me that really did it for me i i i can go out and not get sick and it sucks because you're you know you're tired you're a little drowsy but it is what it is
0: so, you know what I've been... So, I've done all those. I do the drumming. And you're right. Sometimes, like, I'll do the drumming in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'll get woozy for a while still because I think the drumming is, like, offsetting it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I've I bought, dude? And I don't know if it's mental, but it works. I bought these bracelets.
1: Okay.
0: And these bracelets, you they have this ball that's in the band... Okay? Mm-hmm. And you put it... The, so it's... it's You wear it around here. Yeah. The ball's right here on the inside of your wrist. Okay? And they say, by having that on, it's pushing against that pressure point.
2: Okay. hmm
0: And it off-balances you getting sick.
2: Really? I, I bought them. Okay. Like
0: 30 bucks. And it worked good? Dude, I I don't know if it's mental, dog, but... <laughs> I've been on several boats now... Several trips, should I say. Most of the time, it's with that in the depth, but and now Ramon on his boat, I have not got sick.
1: Okay.
0: I when I went out that morning with Ramon, I got a little woozy at first, but throughout you know a couple hours, and I th- and I think I shouldn't have took the dromamine. Mm-hmm. I took the Dramamine like literally like when he pulled up. Okay. And I took the mean. I mean, I sh- dumb. On my part, I think, because I think that's what got me to not feeling so well.
2: Yeah, yeah, like an hour or two later, it kicked in, just mad y'all. Like, yeah, and you I was already in the water. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So when's the last time you took your boat
2: out? Um, I <laughs> uh, It's funny. We take it out every year for the lobster opener. And then we dive for lobster. Oh, you're a diver. Yeah, yeah. No
0: shit. Mm-hmm. Scuba's gear and all that, huh? Yeah. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of me and my wife's thing that we do together. Um, and we took it out, and then it sat all through, you know, winter and all that. And you know, I went to take it out back in like April, get it offshore, and everything that could break broke on it. <laughs> like the steering went out. Oh. And the steering was leaking. It was just a nightmare, um, but I got it fixed. And I just took it out the other day, and it and got it kind of dialed in. And um, I really want to try to catch the end of the fishing season, you know, on it at least see if there's anything locally here. Dude, they're
0: freaking hammering them, dude. I see mm-hmm. all these. I mean, I don't know how far they're going out. You can make it to the Cordon Islands, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where they're fucking killing them. Yeah. They are killing them right there, dude. Like, okay. I, I think you need a passport, right? Yeah, and I've got oh, all that, the,
2: like, um, yeah, all that stuff. Kind of weird, huh? You got that passport there? Yeah, you got the passport, and then I forget all the terms, but, like, the, I think it's a T-I-P or T-I-M or something. Oh, for a boat. Yeah, you got to oh, have, oh, like, a, oh, like oh. a yeah, passport, you got to have a permit to take your boat into Mexico, um, and then you also got to report when you're going, who's going. Um, it's just a ridiculous amount of stuff you have to do to go into Mexico waters. Oh, Wow. I was yeah. just talking about the
0: fishermen aspect. Just oh, you to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you got to,
2: to take your own boat, you got to have, it, like, a ton of stuff in order. And it costs money, obviously. Yeah, not too bad, but it costs a little bit of money. Uh, the main thing's time, though, because, like, people will try to go to Mexico. You know, they'll make up their mind, like, the week before. But and, can
0: you drive to Coronado Island? Or, yeah. is that, or is that Mexico Waters? Yeah,
2: that's oh. Mexico Waters. Oh, I never knew yeah. that, dude! Yeah. yeah, I never knew that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Weird. Okay, I get it now. Okay, well, that's yeah. cool. So anyway, you got your thing. You guys catch lobsters when you do that? Uh,
2: yeah, we haven't done it down in like Mexico, but we—that's the primary use of the boat. I take it out. We take it out here, um, just right off like Point Loma, um, and we'll dive, dive for lobsters. And yeah, we we kill it. And it's just...
0: So you and your wife diving together, mm-hmm. diving buddies. Yep. Okay, yep. That, that's your thing. <laughs> that's it. That's cool. Mm when you met your wife was she already doing this or did you one day say hey babe let's go get some scuba gear
2: i know no it was actually her um yeah we we got we got married and i've always been outdoorsy and um she's kind of been more like a water girl she's into like surfing and all that and um on our on our honeymoon we were in mexico and they had like a little like they call it snooba where you're like scuba diving but that you don't have a tank on you right. you just have a hose and then she's like let's do it uh and she pushed me to do it because i'm not like a water guy you know i'm more of like a mountain guy and uh she pushed me to do it and we 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 did it and we loved it and it was fun it was hard for me at first it's it's kind of intimidating once you start to go under. Like, you feel that pressure. And for me, I start to panic. Um, but she went right to it. And I've gotten used to it now. You so. ha-
0: well, you had to. Mm-hmm. You had to grab your ball sack and say, dude, yeah. I got to do this because here's my wife. Yeah, my wife's <laughs> 20 feet down. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. you, and you're watching her. and yeah. She's, like, grabbing that first lobster and looking up at you as you're still descending. Look what I got. Ah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to do it. Yep. I would do it. I mean. Any guy that goes out with her wife and does a sport <laughs> it 's a competition also yep, okay. 100%. <laughs> uh, i don 't care what shit what you guys say out there it fucking is because there's only a few things that my wife could do better than me. Oh, she could play a violin wow. and hmm. piano i mean i'm not i'm not a musical guy, but she's i wouldn't even try to try to compete against her, but hiking we now she goes to the gym we go to the gym together and it's a great motivation point, but you guys are divers together. You guys go get certified. You get certified every year, right? Or yeah. any of the two years?
2: Um, you can actually just have the, the initial certification. is just a one-time thing uh, where you, once you're certified, you're certified. You don't have to renew it.
0: So you get your tank certified every two years, right? Or what, uh, but,
2: it? yeah, you do have to get your, your gear um, uh I have to look up like the actual numbers, but it's like your gear has to be inspected every year or two, your tanks have to, you know, tanks regulators. Um, and then they do prefer, like, if you haven't, you know, dives that you do like a refresher course. Uh, but we pretty much stay pretty up to it, like, every three or four months we at least do one, one dive uh-huh. for losses. Either or, lobsters or, or spearfish too. Yes, yeah, spearfish off Point Loma and stuff like yeah. that in the kelp. Oh, dude,
0: mm-hmm. dude, you're you're a bag of tricks, baby, Chad. I'll tell you <laughs> that. You, I never knew you fucking fished, let alone die with your wife and spearfish. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you guys go spearfishing? Whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, we kind of. You, got kinda, you whatever's got a spear out spear gun there or you kelp? do the Hawaiian sling? Uh, I, spear guns, what I have, um, and then I just had a, uh, buddy of mine give me some Hawaiian slings, so I wanted to kind of try them out, but I haven't done them yet.
0: So, my buddy Glenn, he is a scuba, fucking free diver, nut. Mm-hmm. My other buddy Brett, oh, they're best buddies. All these guys are divers and, and free divers and fucking... This guy, Ryan and Brett Cantoni, these brothers, I mean, they're diving fools, okay? Yeah. Glenn, for years, was always telling me, come on, Chadley, come on, get your get get into it. It's not that bad. I just, it's expensive to get started.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then it's like, oh, you got to keep, uh, hindsight now, I wish I did get, I went and did it at least once with him, you know? Yeah. We went to Hawaii, though. He takes me to Molokai. And we go to Hawaii, and these local guys are like, oh, yeah, hey, bro, we're going to go. F- oh, I'm down. Yeah. I want to go do it. So, I, that year it was me, Glenn, Scotty, Ryan, Jack Koo, and uh, this guy they call Jeffy. Fucking flies planes and shit. We all go out there. Well, there's six of us. Five out of six are freaking divers <laughs> all the time, dude. Dang. One of them isn't. And guess who it is? It's me. Yep. So they set me up. They're like, oh, dude, they're going to go do their thing. Oh, and I take that back. There was one other guy. and was uh, Tony B. It was Glenn's cousin. He was out with us. Mm-hmm. And I liked that guy because we drank all the time. So they set me up with this big-ass freaking hawaiian dude and i was like perfect this guy's like six something mm-hmm. 300 350 i mean he's borderline hot dog fucking king <laughs> guy right yeah and they set me up with him and i'm like hell yeah dude thank you because now it's like we cruise around together right he's gonna show me the ropes hawaiian slinging it that's awesome and i will like yeah We fucking start, got a little snorkel. We start, like, pedaling out, you know, finning out, or however the freaking dive term is. Mm -hmm. Not diving, but, you know, free diver term. Yeah. So we start paddling out. I have my goggles. And he sees these fish, dude. And he tells me, all right, because they gave me lessons. Like, hold your breath. You sit. You see what's going on. You'll fall down. When you fall down, maybe grab onto a rock if you need this thing's already fucking pulled back like this. You're holding this thing out and <laughs> you let go. You got to be like two or three feet. Cause you know, with the rubber band, it's gonna shoot. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We start going, dude. And he descends, dude. And I descend with him. I can only make it halfway down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to need one of these fucking Nemo fishes that are retarded and want to come see me mm-hmm. so I can shoot it because I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't make it to the bottom. This Hawaiian guy, dude, he dropped down there and he held his breath for like six some minutes, dude.
1: Please.
0: And I, I thought the guy died. <laughs> I'm watching it with my goggles and I thought the guy died, dude. I'm like, oh shit, this guy's like, he fucked up. Mm-hmm. Hawaiian slung this big ass fish, dude. Jeez. And got it. So it's pretty cool to do that with the spear gun. Have you got
2: anything big? Uh nothing big yet. Have you shot anything? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, no. Um mainly like just bass, like calico bass and sheephead. Um but yeah, definitely I can't free dive either. I've tried it, I've been with guys that try it and it's just mentally I can't do it. Um but scuba definitely we go down and um You think it's mental? I think so, yeah. For free diving, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think we can. We all have that same capability, you know. But it's just, I know for me personally, like I'll be down there, holding my breath, and I'm like, I can't hold my breath any longer. And it's just like mentally, I I keep thinking about it. Um, and I know guys I've talked to that where they're just they are not thinking about it. They're just down there, doing their thing, and, um, but. Yeah, yeah, we've we've definitely shot some fish out there and I I want to try the Hawaiian sling. It's hard with the spear gun. Um I didn't think it was gonna be that hard, but it's it's to load it underwater? Yeah, that thing's hard to pull back. Like pull back, load it, then you shoot a fish and then then you gotta kinda of get all the line back like looped back around on the gun and then reload it and it's it's just really hard underwater because everything's kind of um you know, kind of skewed your, you know, vision, um, like everything's kind of not, it's like looks further away than it is. Um, and, uh, that was kind of the one tricky thing that I had. Cause you're kind of limited on time when you're, <laughs> you know, diving. Um, but. Oh, oh, for your tank air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll go down and, you know, we'll dive for, depending on how deep we are, it's like 40 to 50 minutes, oh. um, uh, that we're down there. And, um, you know, you shoot a fish or two, and that's about it. Uh, you know, just each dive will get one or two fish. That's cool, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And
0: and and you uh free you do the scuba diving for the lobsters too.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's night diving, so that's 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 kind of intense too. <laughs> but, Way intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you get them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll limit out every time we go out. Oh no shit, both of you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you
0: probably got some lobster in the freezer right now.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You might you might have to part with one today.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I love lobster, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. that's cool that you do that, dude. Mm-hmm. And 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 you have fun doing it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, we have a lot of fun, and uh, we'll take. You're you're supposed to only have one. Um, means of taking lobster on on each boat so you can't scuba and hoop net on a boat but why would
0: you when you're getting your limits on scuba yeah
2: yeah so we'll we'll coordinate it we'll go out with a buddy of mine um he's hoop netting and then we scuba and yeah you really don't need to but it's just fun going out there and just catching a ton of ton of lobster and how's he do with his little uh, he limits out – on opening day, he'll limit out on, on, on hoop nets also.
0: On your boat while well, you're Uh scuba?
2: No, he'll go on his boat, and we kind of post up next to each other. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I, oh,
0: oh. So say that we go opening day, me, you, and your wife. Mm-hmm. We're on your boat. You guys are doing a scuba. Can mm-hmm. I do the hoop off your boat, or you can't do that?
2: You can't, no.
0: Oh, uh, mm-hmm. okay. So that's why he posted up on his boat next to you, because mm-hmm. he can do a
2: hoop. Yeah. I, okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you do both...
1: Uh, I was thinking at first when you <laughs> said it, that
0: you can't do both. Like, mm-hmm. you go scuba for fucking two hours, and then you get three lobsters, and then you come up and you're hooping. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, like, you could try to argue it, but realistically, if you if you ran into a warden down there, you know how they are. They'd be like, no. Well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, honestly, even... I would... If I was a scuba
0: guy... I wouldn't even have a hoop on my boat for any fucking discussion.
2: Yeah, it's not worth
0: it. I mean, we'll just say you're not doing it, but you don't need to have it on your boat either mm-hmm. for a discussion, right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And then
2: when did you get into hunting? It, that was about – it was – I think this is four years ago now. This is my fourth year. Oh. hmm So that was kind of interesting as I know a lot of guys, you know, they're you know, – they've been hunting all their life or, you know, they're – you know, parents got him into it, but I never hunted growing up. I was just always fishing. That's why I was so into fishing. And then um, my buddy, Chris, um, he uh, got me into it. He said he wanted to take me out on the hunt, and so I went coos deer hunting with him out in Arizona. Uh now, I wish
0: you were here, Chris, too, you little foolio. I uh,
2: know. We'll,
0: we'll plan something with you, because I want to hear your coup story, too. <laughs> yeah. Two, to, Hey, it would have been cool, because it would have been like, two coups for the coups. Hey, dude, we would have been three named guys with C, also. Yeah,
2: right. started. <laughs>
0: <Right. laughs> so but, you met up with this guy, Chris. He takes you out to yeah. Arizona?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, he took me out, and yeah, I mean, he's the coos man he knows everything coos and i mean he knows everything hunting but coos is like his thing where he's really focused on and he he took me out there to try to get my first deer and and sure enough he did uh we went out and i got what i was able to get my first buck um on a muzzle loader hunt so you went out coos hunting yeah muzzle loader yeah that was what we were able to draw was the muzzle loader crazy i didn't have any points or anything and and you drew it I drew it and um, he had a muzzle loader that he had custom built that like was supposedly supposed to shoot pretty long range uh, but, and but and he had kind of messed with it like at the range and stuff and, and it was looking really good and I was What's long like, range,
0: like how far?
2: Uh, like five, six hundred yards. Muzzle loader. Muzzle loader. So hold on one second,
0: okay? Mm-hmm. With your story. I just had a conversation with another guy in Utah. Because right now they're trying to do away with the scopes. Okay. You have a scope, right? Yeah. Okay. In Utah, they want to get rid of the scopes on a muzzleloader. Okay. So, because you're not shooting five six hundred with iron sights.
1: Mm-hmm. No
0: way. Right. Yeah. No way. So, what what's your thoughts before we get into your story? Because I, you know, it's a good one. Yeah. What's your, you think that muzzleloaders should have a a scope? Because my thing is this. It's just like a rifle tag. Mm
1: -hmm. I know
0: it's a muzzleloader, but with a scope and you can shoot out 500, 700 yards. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's like a rifle.
2: Yeah. Right? Hey,
0: that's almost like me getting an archery tag and I go in with a crossbow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's still an arrow. Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
2: Definitely, yeah.
0: So, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I guess I kind of have mixed feelings on it cuz um I definitely noticed like muzzleloader tags we've been able to draw them with no issues. Like it seems like people aren't, aren't you know, either don't have them or just aren't as interested um in you know, going for that tag and I know a lot of people I've talked to like shooting long range with a muzzleloader, most people don't even think it's possible. Like even shooting past three hundred yards, they don't even think it's possible. Um, Me, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I I would think personally that that it would still still be okay to have a muzzleloader with a scope, just because there's so many people out there that aren't really pushing the limits of it yet. I mean, I I guess I'm not as experienced as a lot of people on that topic, but it just seems like they um, there's not a ton of guys out there shooting past you know two three hundred yards with a muzzleloader yet but definitely in the future if it gets to a point where there's a ton of people sh- you know shooting 5 600 yards comfortably with a muzzle loader then we'd probably have to address that as like a different you know tag but I, I think right now i i'm still okay with the scope being on the muzzle loader so you go out you draw you put in so you guys put in together yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: did he have points
2: uh, he did, um, so his not points... a ton, but yeah, he had he had points, and we were able to... But, so
0: his points helped you out, because it splits in half, Definitely. so if he had four, that means you had two.
1: Yeah.
2: So you you
0: guys draw this, you guys got, how long is the hunt? One week. Oh, the tag's one week only? hmm yeah. So you, when you're going out there, you're already mentally, I'm going for a week no matter what? Yeah. Okay, I'm <laughs> in it for the week.
2: It was Yeah, yeah, so 100%, I took off for a week. I think mentally I was kind of thinking, like, oh, two or three days in, we'll get a deer, and I'll come home early. Like, that's what I was telling my wife. Like, it's a week, but it won't actually take a week, you know. Um, and then now I've kind of learned after hunting, like, it takes the week. You know, if you have a week, it's going to take a week. Um, and that's what it was, was we we didn't see any deer for the first few days. Um, Zero deer. Yeah, like nothing nothing because and that guy's a glass and full oh yeah yeah he's got the you know sorrows he you know picks everything out we saw doe but we just weren't seeing bucks um and it wasn't till like the last day or two that you know we were like a thousand yards away and he picked one up on his spotter he's like we got a buck and we shot over there and we kind of creeped our way into so how far away away you could tell was a nice buck uh, well, we were just really looking for any buck at that oh, point. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but he did, he was kind of like, oh, yeah, I think we got a, you know, a two-by-two. Two. Um, and so we went in there, uh, got in with him about, about 300 yards, and he ended up having, you know, two on one end, and he was broken on one side. He just had one on the other. Um, and we creeped into 300 yards, and I was able to get him with that, with his loader. I used his gun and got him,
1: so. Dumped him? Dumped him, mm-hmm
2: was that the only buck you guys saw uh you know that year um I'm trying to think if he got one, but no, I think that was the only one we saw. Because I remember that was the only chance we had that hunt. That was the first chance that I got to shoot at one. do um, you guys see other hunters uh very little, oh, like yeah, like we would see you tough know, unit, trucks, but we wouldn't see people tough unit
0: yeah. mm-hmm. so what
2: made you guys draw what made you guys pick that unit uh he's been he's been hunting that area. You know, for years, and he's kind of, kind of found an area where he knows where there's there's good deer, Um, and and that's where he wanted to take me. That's and that's where he's seen big bucks. So, um. and dude, he this guy's a legend. His name's Chris Mm Kloster.
0: I'll post him up too. This guy is a legend, dude. Yeah, I mean, this guy can glass. Oh yeah, I mean, he can find them. Mm -hmm. So if he's taking to it, I'm a newbie. I'm thinking. I'm trying to be like fucking baby Chandler. Yeah. Okay, newbie, mm-hmm. draw a tag. This veteran class guy wants to take me hunting. Yeah, dude, damn right. I'm going to listen. Mm. And and you tell me, you want me to sit here? I'll sit here. You want me to walk? I'll walk. Yeah.
2: Because
0: that's kind of what you had to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because he
0: knows the deal.
2: Yeah, yep. And it, it, was, it was an experience for me because I had never hunted, never been out in oh, Arizona. That's, oh, that's your first time hunting? First time hunting. Oh, no ever. shit, yeah. And, um, there's like, you know, those guys that hunt Arizona and know like those, those hornets, yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're flying around and we're sitting on rocks and stuff. There's no soft sand to sit on or anything. And, um, it was towards the end of the hunt. I was just feeling it like just done, you know, ready Already to Already beat, and, Bodies beat. Yeah. Um, and then to get the deer, I remember, chris uh this is one probably one of his little sayings that he told me is he's like, you know there's two different you know types of people you know, like when you kill a deer like you're either you're either gonna you know become obsessed with it or it's just not really for you, and you're gonna kind of push it away and not want to you know deal with it anymore and at the time, after like a week of being out there with the hornets and the rocks, I was just kind of like, I can't see myself doing this." again you know like and being away from the family that was a hard part too i've got young kids and it was just hard being away from the family um but sure enough like a month or two later after after kind of that you know that uh you know the body heals and it kind of wears off i was just couldn't think couldn't help but think about hunting again and just like you said i would just started becoming obsessed with it and started looking into other stuff like um turkey hunting pig hunting bear hunting
0: so then you went did you draw that same tag again the following year
2: yeah yeah so i've i've gone with him three years um in a row this will be the fourth
0: oh you do it again yeah oh no shit
2: yeah and, and all three years i've gotten deer with him he, and he's gotten his deer
0: and bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm.
2: yep, yep. same area yep same area same unit he knows it baby he knows he it.
0: knows that mm-hmm. shit dude yeah, did you mount any of them?
2: Yeah, I've got them all in the garage. I'll show you.
0: Oh yeah, I want to definitely see them before I roll out. That's for sure. Oh, I think like so. That's that's badass, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you went out there with a muzzle loader. Now, do you have your own muzzle loader? No, no, not Shibara. now. it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I'm like, I've, I've got a couple custom rifles. You saw the one on the pig hunt. The uh, one.
0: yeah, and I mean, this guy. <laughs> so when I met you out there at, uh, whatever that shooting range, pilot, pilot mm-hmm. shooting range, fucking guy. Brings out this rifle and we're all shooting, dude. And like, there's some other guys that are gonna go on that pigorama and they're all gonna shoot. They're all a group of us met up, and he comes up, he goes, "Oh, I'm Chad." And I'm like, "Oh, what's up, man? I thought you'd be a little bigger." <laughs> Guy's like a solid ass, like Rocky, like little fucking Italian guy. I don't Are you Italian? No. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And he pulls out this gun and he starts shooting. And I'm watching him, dude. And I'm like, oh, you can shoot. And then he goes, Yeah, I'm gonna shoot at this elevator. It's like, what was that? 700, fucking 800 yards out?
2: Yeah, I think that one was like like 650, I think. 650? That's what it was, yeah. And he's drilling it right in there. I'm like, oh,
0: this guy can fucking shoot. I go, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I got this gun. I made it. I fucking boresighted it in. I cleaned out this. I modified this. I'm like, dude,
2: I don't know shit about guns. That sounds cool, though. You
0: had a sick-ass gun.
1: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, you're ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and so that that's kind of been my main focus. Was I've got two rifles that I use, and um, but, but why figured, why do
0: you keep putting in for a muzzleloader? Then? <laughs>
2: well, now, well, I guess I should have specified that we did the muzzleloader the first the first hunt, and then now the the years since then we've been doing rifle. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So
2: we haven't done the muzzleloader again uh, because we've been able to draw the uh, what, rifle. what
0: what what time of the years is this different.
2: As far as like muzzleloader versus yep. rifle, yeah, uh, it's just like a month different. I um, Who's I want to say the muzzle the muzzleloaders first usually in October, uh, and then the rifle seasons in no, like November, oh. and December. Is that and
0: they're they're running, no, or are they uh, running? Uh, time? They don't
2: no, not not until I think till like December. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: well, So she you just you're just barely <laughs> missing the rut, but yeah. you see bigger deer going a month later though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. That's cool. So, how did you feel, like, your first big game animal? Like, when... I mean, so you shot at 300 yards? Yeah. With a muzzleloader. Mm-hmm. And the bird flies. Mm-hmm. So, it's probably, like, 500. You know, was it a straight
2: shot? Uh, it was uphill. Um, yeah, w- there wasn't a ton of, like, like dips or anything oh, like so that. Oh, okay. so, okay. It's pretty straight. So, you already know it
1: dropped.
2: Mm-hmm. A
0: little bit. Like... What was your what was your mental process going up like, you know, walking up that three hundred yards, dude? Like yeah. knowing, like, oh my gosh, dude, Chris, buddy, Kloster, woo, I want to hand you right now. You just yeah, fucking, dude. you just brought me to <laughs> Arizona, dude. I just fucking got a fucking fuck. I'm walking yeah. up to it right now. Ah!
2: It, what were you thinking, baby Chad? It was crazy. It it was definitely a feeling. It was like I just remember thinking when I was looking at the deer through the scope, like. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just ready to go home, you know, to the family. And, and like, I just need to focus, breathe right, and a shot. And when he was, you know, watching it through his binos, and he's like, you got it. And I'm, like, just thinking there's no way. And, like, the whole way up, I'm thinking, like, something's going to happen. You know, like, the deer took off. He's not going to be there. But then when we actually walked up on it and to see it laying down dead, I was just like, finally, you know, like, after a week of just cranking out there. Um and and it was surreal to see like to see that was my first animal to see just dead and uh but I took it well and yeah and and he showed me how to quarter it out um and and yeah to feel that weight in the pack it felt really good uh, and it was a short walk out it was you know three hundred yards back down and we were basically at the road like, oh yeah we didn't have to like pack it out a mile or two or anything like that
0: oh oh but. And then oh you just left your gear and then walk the road or you walked you walked to your car was on the road
2: yeah a car was on the road or a truck away yeah, yeah yeah trucks so, yeah we didn't have to walk far back out and um, you camped in tents out there yeah. yep mm-hmm. or, he's, he's got start? he's got a crazy tent like a I don't even know what you call it like a big canvas giant tent oh wall tent yeah wall tent you could put like a you know stove in or something Oh, he's
0: no joke dude Mm -hmm. that guy's no joke so (laughs) me and dwight we went to canada and that was my first time in one of those wall tents that had a fucking stove and all that you didn't need one at that time did you or did you have
2: Uh, at that time we didn't need the stove no we didn't have it
0: even in november
2: no uh not cold uh, enough yet no no not quite uh we've had like a little um like a little heater that will run off like propane. Yeah, or something like inside in the corner mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah. you're just running cots. Yeah, cots. Mm-hmm. Nice. And yeah. You got
0: that in Arizona bound? You drew again this year. Yep. Taking mm-hmm. the whole week off.
2: Yep. Take the
0: whole <laughs> week off. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, you got you guys are drawing with no points because you guys drew last year. So that means mm-hmm. you lost your points.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We just have the the initial point that you get each year, and then oh, the loyalty for five years in a row, Mm-hmm. and then. And then in Arizona, I, I think it's been mentioned before. Like you get, you can get an extra point if you do a hunter safety yeah, did you course do out there. Uh, this is my first year. I just did the hunter safety.
0: Course. Oh, life! You're mm-hmm. a lifer. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. one. You get one point no matter mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. That's it, dude. You so you're be. always in the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're always in the game. So have you ever you hunt California? Then right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you hunt locally around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you harvested anything around here?
2: I haven't yeah it's tough (laughs) yeah it's been a few years and I and I've been hunting it hard I've been you know game cameras going out there for deer and um and then turkey turkey was my one thing I've been really for some reason it really I really wanted to get a turkey um and it's been like three years now uh I've been all in I've been going to these like local turkey meetings and stuff and talking to guys and um and there was, like, two years ago, I, I was able there's, to shoot There's a one. place that you have turkey meetings? There's turkey meetings out here in, <laughs> yeah, Poway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? Once a month, what? Yeah, yeah, so oh. for anyone interested, it's the National Wild Turkey Federation. Uh, the guys, they'll meet up once a month out in Poway, uh, usually at the Hamburger Factory. Uh, you can see the actual day on SEH Outdoors Forum. Uh, and... um I think it's the – I want to say it's the fourth Tuesday of every month they meet out there. Uh, and it's just awesome. There's just a ton of good information. They don't talk about just turkey. It's just like this. They're talking about hunting, fishing, stuff like that. Um, and that was that was big for me just to kind of, you know, talk to some local guys and talk about, you know, stuff with, like, turkey, how to get them, how to call them, what type of calls to use, and um, – it's been nice and then every year i go to the turkey they have a turkey tune-up it's yep. an event i heard and you won a gun this year right uh i or, did oh no a turkey hunt I, I won a turkey hunt this year mm-hmm. Where that it, it was at lake sutherland and i thought it was a like a guaranteed you know turkey basically i was all excited um, you did it i got the hunt but i didn't get a turkey though but no. well, you went though i did oh yeah and it where's was, this place we, at Uh, this is, um, like out by Julian. Do you know, do you know a little bit like Santa, Isabel, Julian, Ramona, it's out there. Um, and it's loaded with Turkey. Uh, and I didn't know that the hunt was for two guys. And so I, I, I won it and it was for two people, but the second person had to be there. And, um, my buddy Chris had already left. My wife didn't have a hunting license at the time. So I met this guy in line that was like, oh, I hunted yesterday, or no, sorry, last year, opening day, and got a turkey. Me and my buddy both got a turkey. And so I signed him up with me. Like He hunted this spot. Lucky fucking guy, so, yeah, right? I got a turkey. He's lucky. He's going to, you know. And he said, I'll give you, you know, we'll get your turkey first, and then I'll get mine. And he said it was just last year, it was insane. Like, they got sat down at 5 a.m. and started calling, and there was turkey everywhere. And by, you know, like, I think it was like seven thirty, a.m., they both had their turkey and they were on the boat heading out. Um, and this year, they warned us that it was because of, like, all the snow melt, um, water levels were high, everything was flooded out, kind of like marsh, and that the turkey hadn't moved in yet. And sure enough, that's what it was. It was just the water levels high, turkey... We were out there calling. We we heard a few turkey, but we never had an opportunity to shoot one. Um, How many days is that? It was just a one day hunt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So when you said right now on the boat,
0: you'll take a boat over there?
2: Yeah. The spot that we did on Lake Sutherland. Um, you, did you take
0: videos of this?
2: I didn't. Ah. I, <laughs> I would want to see
0: that right I now,
2: know. dude. That oh, yeah. sounds sick. Yeah, it really was. And yeah, maybe next time I, I want to try to get in a. You know, get it again. I'll take. I'll wear like a little GoPro or something. But um, this, there's different zones around Sutherland that um, that you can choose, and we chose one where you have to take a boat to get to it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't it was pretty crazy. It was cool. It was a good experience.
0: How many people were on there? Just you and you're that that, did that guy show
2: up. Uh, uh, yeah, he showed up, um, hmm. and I'm glad he came with me because he he. He knew, what he, was, he knew what he was doing. He was calling like oh, crazy.
0: Oh. oh, you didn't have a guide, though.
2: No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, there's no guide. So it's just, like, basically permission to hunt this private area. Oh, my lord. So if you don't know what you're doing, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he knew what he was doing, for sure. He knew how to call, and, like, he had this little, like, gobble tube he was doing. And I think on Instagram, he's uh, Game Changer Seasonings.
0: Oh, I
2: follow
0: that guy. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: fucking.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. 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 I know. I know.
0: You said it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. That's pretty cool. But he's a, he's a turkey guy, and you lucky guy, fucking guy in line, and you like you winning, you're like, oh, dude, you want to go turkey, honey? Like, ah. Mm-hmm. I get it because you had to be there, right? I mean, so yeah.
2: I get that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You had to be there with your license on you.
0: Yeah. So, you haven't harvested. Did you go out this year for turkey in March?
2: Um, or was that when the hunt was? Yeah, yeah, it was in March. And oh, right
0: after you want it, right away you go? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh, there's a a day that you pick, and so I think we had like April something. Um, and so I I I had gone out on my own, didn't have luck. Um, and then I went out with him, and wasn't able to get one. Uh, so let's see, I know people are against the fall hunt. Some of the, like the turkey guys, they're against like. You know, killing turkey in the fall, but why? Uh, they they just want to let them grow, you know. So there's more turkey in the spring. Fuck that! But yeah, no, I'm I'm going out this fall. And if I see a if I see a tom or a Jake, anything with a beard,
0: <laughs> fuck that! I've hunted in the fall, and there was years that I would go out in the fall hunting turkey because of the fact that I never got one, mm-hmm. and I, I've only got two. I got one right out here. And I got one in Ohio on uh, my buddy uh, Ryan Dizzle uh, on his farm. He let me on his. He has turkey galore over there, mm-hmm. and I got lucky. and I got one on his farm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I say farm, it's they call their land farms back east. Okay, mm-hmm. it's yeah. 110 acres. I mean, so not farm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's tough out here in the fall. Yeah. The spring you could do a little cluck. They'll want
1: to
0: come in, right? Yeah. You you it you have more probable to get one in the spring
1: mm-hmm.
0: cuz they're all horned up you're not calling them you're not you're not you're not calling in a tom in the fall yeah cuz they're not horny
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're not trying to bust a nut yeah so you're not calling you you're not <laughs> tricking anything they're mm-hmm. like yeah that's a call cuz they already know yeah you know
1: what
0: I mean uh, they know mm-hmm. but i've done it and i wouldn't discourage anybody out there listening to not do. It. If you want to go hunting, go hunting. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to the one guy just because they want to say something. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people about the coyotes. Don't shoot them. And you know what? If you want to go hunting and you see some coyotes, shoot those fuckers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. They're bad, mm-hmm. right? It's tough though mm-hmm. to hunt turkeys in the fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah. Yep. Way tough. Way tough. So, what deer tags you
2: get? You draw out here. Uh, the d16 oh you
0: so you've been lucky to draw it then
2: yeah yeah pretty much like if you want it you get it oh type of thing what's well, the so. draw tag though it's bullshit yeah that it is fucking so. lame yeah. what's your second tag uh uh well i did d16 and then if i didn't get that um i submitted for x12 but
0: so you have one deer tag right now uh
2: so i've got the d16 tag that i drew and then Arizona, I drew a tag. No, California. California, just the one.
0: One did. tag. Mm-hmm. So you can always go over the counter and pick an AO tag up. Okay. Cause you
2: got a bow now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You've been shooting it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Got yep. it all dialed in. Shooting it, got dialed in. Oh yeah. I just got it dialed in short range, cause I got up to thirty yards here. So I I got I still have to take it out and go a little further. On the. That's thirty yards. Yeah. Believe it or not, I have to go fence to fence. <laughs> well, I was thinking twenty. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That's cool. You got 30, though. hmm Yeah.
0: Hey, dude, my bow is uh, only sighted of the 40. Okay. I still got to do the 50-60 pin, but yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. But you good. know what I think I'm going to get is, I think I need to get, and I didn't know they have it, they have a little magnifying glass that goes in the peeper.
1: Mm.
0: I need that.
2: I didn't even know they had that, yeah.
0: Because my buddy Dwight got bad winkers. And he was like, oh, I went and got this. I was like, how is it? How is it? How is it?" He goes, dude, I can see the pins so much better. And I noticed, like, I'm getting older. And I can't go a place, Chad, without these glasses right here, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I can read from here to that fence. Mm-hmm. Anything over there, I can read that. I can read that, obviously. That, there. Anything like this, get out of here. Can't read. And I noticed a few times when I was sighting my boat out, you know, because you're close like this. Yeah. The peeper's up in your eye. It. I, I see the little distortion of the pins. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go down to Willow Creek and pick that one of those up. Yeah. Yeah. Good
2: idea. Yeah, I'd like to see that, too, because sometimes I have a hard time. I don't know, like... At, like 40, 50, 60, it's kind of hard to see. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm I, going to get one of those because I think I need that. I mean, right now, uh, this when you guys hear this, it'll already be over. We don't know who the champ will be, but everybody's at that big bear shoot right now. Yeah, huh? It's this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like going crazy over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe one year I'll go up there. But I, I was I was trying to go this. I was going to go this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was going to go up there. But I was gone last week for the Ham Slam, Mm -hmm. first ever for the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast. And then if I would have went this weekend, that's another two days for shooting. Next weekend, opening day, of bear. (laughs) And I'm gone for that weekend. Uh, So I got to balance it out. I got to do some family time. Mm -hmm. I got to, you know gotta come down it's nice that i came down to the in-laws and visit down here because then i was like i can come down and hang out with you and podcast yeah so it's like a twofer like you know win-win baby <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah so let's get into it because we've been rapping about all kinds of shit right Hmm. we line up a pig hunt the old pigorama. You, you went on the first one we did two of them yeah you went out on oh I I was part of two of them. I just want to clarify that. Mm-hmm. We set this up. You say, dude, I want to go and hunt some pigs. I'm down for the pigorama. Yeah. Next thing you know, baby Chad rolling up north to CGM up there up north by King City. Check him out chasing the boys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go hunt some pigs. We meet up in camp Friday. On your drive, because you drove solo,
1: mm-hmm. how long how long was your drive?
2: Uh, there was that issue with the road out there at that time, so we had to go through Paso Robles and like traffic and all. And it ended up being like, close to seven hours.
0: Seven hour drive, mm-hmm. solo. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to like what did you do? Like listen to all kinds of shit going I just, up.
2: Yeah, I, I for the most part. What time podcasts, did you leave? I, I want to say pretty early because I got there on the earlier side. I probably left at like four or five a.m. Um, and, yeah, and, and then I I listen to, you know, podcasts, uh, usually like hunting podcasts or some like local radio show podcasts I'll listen to. And...
0: I can't wait for your next road trip because now you can put on the Whack'Em and Pack'Em podcast, That's dude, it. and it's going to be cracking. Mm-hmm. Because, dude, time you go on any of your hunts, we're going to have five or six up, dude, right? That's awesome. Yeah, and right now I'm working on another gig tour. It could be on all major platforms. Right now it's on Spotify and iHeart and I think Anchor. Okay. Like, it's cool, but mm-hmm. I want to get it. I have another thing. I'm working on another app uh, tour. It uploads to every platform. Okay. And I've been doing this on my own. Mm-hmm. No help. I mean, I reached out to several people for some help. Uh, There's no help. Yeah. You just got to figure it out. It's just things like everybody's like, oh, I podcast and now you're podcasting. like We're competing. Mm-hmm. No, there's no competition here.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not competing against anybody, mm-hmm. okay? I just want to have a good time, talk about hunting, fishing, outdoors, whatever. Hey, dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think when a couple people get together, or if you can't get together, I could do. I know how to do Bluetooth. I don't mind calling and do one over the phone either. Mm-hmm. Okay, it sounds just as good. Mm-hmm. It's like talk, talking talking a couple buddies. And uh, it's like everybody get together. It's like a good time, right? Yeah. Uh, no matter what, you're catching right. up. It's called catch up. I should name it catch up, but you uh, know, it's, it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get there. We're all there by. I think we were. Everybody was there by eleven that day. Yeah. And we're all talking. All right, what's up? Cause we, we already kind of knew each other a little bit because mm-hmm. we met at the polar Range shooting. Yeah. And we're all go jonesed up to go. Yep. Chase rolls up in, we do the whole orientation, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What was your mental process, like, when, you know, you already had your bunk and everything, but what was your mental process knowing that we're going to go to that shooting range next to it, shoot, and then we're going to go hunting?
1: hmm
2: Yeah, so I, I was I was kind of caught off guard because I, I kind of pictured we were going to hunt, like, right away. Like, I thought, like, okay, let's go hunt. You know, we practice at Paula, but it made sense after the fact that, you know, the guides want to see our ability. Um, and so they took us over to their little personal range and wanted us to, like, you know, freehand 50-yard shots, shoot 200 yards, and then they had that, like, 500-yard steel plate. Uh, and I remember, I, yeah, they were like, does, does anyone want to shoot the 500-yard plate? And you were like, baby,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
2: you know, luckily I was able to get it, but, um what was weird for me is i you know i've never hunted anything other than you know coo's deer long range with my buddy chris and and so you know now we're talking about freehanding with a rifle at 50 yards and like i don't know i've never done that before um and so it was a good experience but for me it was a little hard to kind of adjust to that i'm more comfortable just you know laying down sitting down somewhere for you know four or five hundred yards and taking the time to take a shot um uh but i get it uh and it was cool to you know see everyone shoot and make sure everybody was ready but that was kind of my one thing that was hard for me to get used to over the whole pig hunt was that the i guess it's you know kind of oriented around short range shooting like 50 yards and hundred yards. Um, I ended up, um, I guess I'll say that, but I ended up getting a pig a little bit further away, but, um, yeah, that was it. It was just, it was cool, cool to go over there and get ready with all the guys. You don't, you don't like using sticks. I've never yeah. used them. Oh. That was another thing. Yeah. Like I'm still kind of, kind of new to it and, and, um, kind of learning everything. And I was never really introduced to them. Uh, we just kind of used the bipods on the, on the, you know, a rifle or use our pack. Um,
0: you got a bipod on yours, huh? Mm hmm. You yeah, got a bi- bipod on, on both? On both of them. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you like that better, though, anyway.
2: Yeah, it is nice. I mean, I could definitely see the sticks being nice, but I, I just have never used them, even still to this day, I haven't used them.
0: I, I get it. They're, mm-hmm. And it, they're, it, it's different mm-hmm. because I'm not a rifle hunter. I've only hunted rifle a couple times. Like, well, no, I mean, I. Mm hmm. I've only killed with a rifle a couple times. Yeah, and this—I'm the guy like lean up a tree, yeah. If I can, there's a tree or sit down like this with my you know elbow on my knee deal,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not like the sticks thing. Pretty much, uh, you know. I remember Garth being—we we were members at the home. and you know what? We I had these sticks. That you unfold, and it's like a cross. But okay. They were like the cheaper version. Like, now they got the Jim Shockey, mm-hmm. you know, specials. You know, you hit a trigger, the buck, and things fall down. I get it. It's kind of the same concept as the, the bipods, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, we're all shooting on that Friday. Everybody's dialed in. And, whoo, we go out Friday night. Yep.
2: Yeah, and so... That, um, what was cool, and I was kind of glad I did, is like, it seemed like everyone, there was two groups that went out, like the, you know, there was a group that went with Chase in his, you know, nice Chevy truck, <laughs> <laughs> and then the group that went in the little old Jeep, um, and like everyone was swarming to go in the, you know, you know with Chase, and, and I was like, ah, i to go in the Jeep, you know, and because kind of the game plan for the Jeep was to go back, back in, like pretty far. Um, and the chase was going to go to some areas close by and kind of glass up. Um, and so I ended up going in the Jeep and that was fun. That was fun to see like how comfortable those guys are and just, I mean, they're so comfortable with their land and like we've crossed a Creek <laughs> in the Jeep and it was just a cool experience and going up these crazy Hills. I, I think you talked about it in the last podcast, going up that Hill with a dually. Uh, yeah. Super <laughs> gnarly dude yeah. oh my lord like yeah we, even going up in the little jeep old school jeep was kind of intense um and uh at the time there was a lot of um they had a lot of damage to their land too from like runoff snow melt, stuff like that so they were kind of learning the area and um overall like i kind of stuck with that throughout the weekend you know it's just the two days but i i, I stuck with the jeep um, and, and I stayed with them and I, I want to say there was six pigs killed that weekend on the first hunt. And I think I was there for four of them or five of them. I, right. got, I got to see four of them get killed. And so I got to see a lot of the action and, um, yeah, it kind of started off the initial day. Um, uh, looking back, it's kind of, you know, it's been a little while. I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. Seven pigs
0: got killed that weekend. It was seven? Because okay. Ryan got one, too. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that, that, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday, but we went out on the Jeep, and I was with Mark. Um, that was Friday when he got his. Okay. And... Uh, and I didn't know you were with him on that. I was with him. And originally we were
0: Oh I do remember this. Oh yeah. You yeah. Oh Mr. Fumble over here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tell this story, yeah. baby
2: Chad. So <laughs> I I originally glassed up, you know, this boar, um, probably like I think seven hundred yards. I glassed him up from the Jeep just as we were kinda crawling. And um and it was definitely an experience for me because then I'm like, oh, shoot, we got a boar. And then, you know, the guide verified. He's like, okay, let's go in. And for me, you know, my only hunting experience is deer hunting. I thought, oh, we'll move in two or 300 yards and take a shot. But we just start running in. <laughs> we just started running. And then Mark uh, gets off the Jeep and he's like, hey, you spotted it. It's your shot, you know. And, um,
0: and that's a solid dude because, you know what, Mark, SoCal Hunt Fish, that guy. Mm. You know it as well, baby Chad. That guy is as solid and loyal as they come.
1: Mm-hmm, okay? 100%.
0: Yeah. You don't find individuals out here in the world like that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And and he fucking says it right there. You spot it. You got it. Not like, hey, yo, yo, we are running into all of the Gatlin boys. We're running in to kill this pig. Yeah. He stops a second and says, hey, you got it
2: Mm mm-hmm yep yep and that's what he said and then and then we start running in and we lose sight of the you know of the hog and then we just keep running and i'm like the whole time thinking like shoot now we lost sight of him like what are we doing because i'm just not used to that style of hunting and um we end up just basically just running straight into where he was and just to bump him and we bumped him and we saw him take off and then um uh the guide was like all right you guys go in uh, I'm gonna go grab the jeep. I'll meet you down at the bottom of the valley. And so we start following him in, and we thought we lost him for sure. We thought he was just gone. you two. Uh, no, there was, you know, it's been a little while. I'm, I want to say there there was two or one other guy. I want. I think it was Ryan. Ryan that was with us. Ryan was the other one. Okay. Um, and um, we basically just start cranking into the valley, and we're gonna meet the guide at the bottom. And we run into these, like, um, those wild. Uh, those Mexican bulls? Mexican bulls. The, the, the Wild Tusi Tribe yeah. bulls. And we're, hey, we're, and guess
0: what? Last week, they're not called the Wild Tusi fucking bulls, by the way. Oh, Because yeah. last week, when we were at the Ham Slam for Whack 'em and Pack'em podcast,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we went to the same spot that you did. Okay. Okay. The guy, Steve, that old, the big guy, Steve, mm-hmm. you know, where you guys skinned those pigs? With yeah. The bat cove. Mm-hmm. That's his property. Okay. Well, he showed me the wild wild Toosie tribe bull. Oh, really? Hey dude, Chad, they are badass and funky, dude. Even the females horns are huge. Dang. And the ones we saw, he goes, Yeah, those are females. I was like, really? He was yeah. The na- one of the neighbors fucking shot the bull accident right Mm. okay whatever i mean how do you accidentally shoot something but yeah those mexican cows that you're talking about is not the watusi tribe Uh, okay it's i I forget the name right now but it's another name
2: Mm -hmm. but they are badass yeah
0: yeah we got in the second trip (laughs)
2: yeah that's funny yeah Yeah. yeah, i remember seeing that posted online and And you ran into a bunch of them so we ran into them and we were kind of hesitant like we because they warned us about them like hey don't you know don't push it like you're okay but just don't push them cuz sometimes they can get be aggressive um, and then we end up seeing just all of a sudden off to the left we see the boar just kind of on a little knoll
0: oh so you can see as you're running down you got to run down in force ah!
2: mhm you come into the mexican bulls yeah and we so we stop
0: but you still can see the pig
2: yeah oh, that's... and then all of a sudden we see the pig And then so we start going after it. And I think at that point it was just me and Mark going after it. And then Ryan was still kind of off to the right. And then um, we run up to it and, like, the sun's setting, like, pretty quick. Like, it's getting dark at this point. Um, And then uh, we end up chasing it down into this little drainage and then I could hear it. it was you like,
0: mean oh, so it's running away?
2: Yeah, it's running away. Oh, from so us. It, like, it,
0: it saw you. It smelled you
2: guys because their yeah. their
0: pigs are blind. I mean, how close were you when it started running? We're close. Like we're probably
2: like 150. So hours. it smelled you guys, and it, yeah, it took off. And it, but it, but we never had a chance to get a shot. Like it took off the second we saw it, and it kind of went down into this drainage, and we ran after it. And luckily, we were able to pin it into this drainage mm. where it had nowhere to go. It was trying to get up this hill, but it was too steep. And I could hear it. It was, like, trying to get up this hill, and it couldn't make it. But I couldn't see it. It was getting dark. It was, like, last light, like, last five, ten minutes of light, and I couldn't see it. I just couldn't. For some reason, I just could not put my eyes on it. And then Mark's right there next to me, and he's like, it's right there. And I just couldn't see it. I, for some reason, I just couldn't put my eyes on it. And then he's like, and then I just said, I said, I can't see it. I said, if you got a shot, take it. Um... And then it's funny. I always remember is Mark was just like one fluid motion, just rifle from his side, just flipped it up, went to his knee, put the rifle, boom, Just one motion, just fired a shot. And the second he fired the shot, I saw, I saw it because it started, <laughs> started tumbling down the mountain. Um, it was a little higher than I thought. It had made its way partially up, and it just tumbled right down into the creek bed there. Um, and, and it was that, a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah, he got it, and that was awesome. It was an awesome experience, and but um, I felt good about it because I, I couldn't see it. I wouldn't have been able to get it. I would have lost How it. far was the shot? Um, it was pretty close, like probably, probably 50 to 100 yards. Oh, and you know miles. what's so
0: crazy is I've already been hanging out with Mark. We Obviously, you, you heard the last podcast with him. hmm he never mentioned this whole pig story.
2: I know, right? Yeah, to him, it was probably just another day. Yeah, <laughs> hey.
0: It's like him and B-Rad going out in this coyote deal they're doing, You know, shooting all these coyotes. Oh, it's just another
2: day. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. I didn't hear that. I didn't know it was that extent.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It was a cool experience. And, yeah, we went through it. And, and you guys shot the
0: pig, he walked down, and you guys just were you able to drag it out of that ditch?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, it took a, it, we had to. Uh, kind of all four of us took turns dragging it up it, it was deep it was a good you got it down in there drop. no we actually drug it up and out
1: oh mm-hmm. yeah oh.
2: and then i, I don't probably know if been we easier we gutted. gutted it yeah i think i want to say we believe it or not we loaded it into the jeep and didn't gut it until back at camp i think no no i remember right no, no. it was weird it was like yeah like oh it you was know what dark
0: I think it was something like that because
2: I was like, "Oh, why didn't you get it?" That was, yeah, I
0: do remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it wasn't that bad. It was only an hour, but
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it was quick. Like we, because we were, just went straight back to
1: camp.
0: So you get the you get Mark's pig loaded up in the jeep. It's mm-hmm. in the back with you in the seat, pretty much. Because I know the jeep. Yeah, you you had to keep looking down.
2: Oh yeah, at it. Yeah,
0: you know right. Mm-hmm. And your your adrenaline must be kicking in too, because even though his is kicked in, that was his birthday, by the way. Remember his birthday, right. dude? Yeah. Okay. We, hey, he comes back, that's me great. and him are doing screwball shots. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I remember that.
0: So your adrenaline must be cracking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing, mm-hmm. like, fuck, dude, I was this close to getting this pig. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for tomorrow. Did you sleep that night? Well, I mean, was it uh, easy yeah. to sleep?
2: I mean, it, it maybe was from dense, the drive, huh? Yeah, yeah, just from the ride and just from the like, you know, running and gunning and stuff. But it, I mean, it was, it was definitely a lot to think about, a lot to absorb, and and yeah, and I remember going back out the next day and just excited, like like okay, we got one, and then um, uh, I want to say maybe one other guy got one that night. I'm Trying to remember. Well, the, you were, were you a no? Hebo was the second trip. I think it was the next day that the other. I think that was might have been the only one the first night. Yeah. Oh, that was the only one that night. Mm,
0: yeah. Um, and I think what Dan, uh, Robbie got one the second day. Yeah, Were you with Robbie? I was there. Oh.
2: That was another experience. It was funny because I had I had my opportunities, so I, I I couldn't complain. But me and Robbie went on the jeep and um, yeah, and we we um, we basically drove around for a little while. And, um, and yeah, we didn't see anything at first. Were we able to pause it for the restroom? Good
0: going. I'll just keep talking. Yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. cool. Sorry, guys. One yeah.
0: Hey, so baby Chad, his gallbladder is like a two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got any more of these? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as we're going, we're talking about this whole pig hunt. It's a great time. Everybody's up. Everybody's doing it. And we're all filling it up. I remember getting up in the morning. And when we got up in the morning, I had all these bucked up supplements ready. I remember guys doing bucked up. Jason was out there, he was all ready. Everybody's fired up, dude. Like it was uh it was a good experience. I think uh we all got up like probably I don't know, an hour before or at least at least forty five minutes before the uh the guys were gonna get there. And when those guys showed up there, I'll, I remember pacing around, dude, like, where are these guys at? Because I'm a punctual guy. You say you're going to be here at 45 after, don't get here at fucking 48. 45. I'd be here at 40. But they did roll in. when they rolled in, I I looked around everybody, dude, and I could tell everybody was jacked up. Jacked up. Waiting to get in the car. Because... They already saw one monster pig by Mark. SoCal hunt fish. Take one down. Friday night. Take one down. And it was a saucer. Everybody's like, oh, dude, we're going to go get him." The guys rolled in. And everybody just breaks off. Everybody gets in the Jeep. And everybody gets in the chase's truck. And we take off. Uh, I remember... That day, was that Murdoch? I think it was maybe Murdoch. Me and him, we pile off one way, and everybody else goes off another way. And I believe it was Murdoch. Murdoch, he slammed one. Or was he on the second one? I can't remember. We did two of them. We had a lot of hunters. And I remember getting back to camp because we didn't get any. And anxious to see about what the Jeep brought. And that's when Baby Chad and Robbie, I can't remember who who the the extra guy with you was. Maybe it was Mark. Because Mark was was a team player. You know, Mark was the guy that, you know what, I'm going to go out. I got one already. But I'm going to go out and help Spot and Glass and help somebody find them. So baby Chad and Robbie, they roll out, and they go out for the morning hunt. And to no avail, they didn't get anything that morning hunt because I remember it. Nobody got one that morning hunt.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that, that morning hunt, we went out, and we didn't have any luck. Um, we just ran into some issues with, like, water, you know, runoff. We couldn't get across certain roads, stuff like that. Um, but we ended up going back out that night though, when Ravi got his, um, and that was quite, quite an experience too, (laughs) where we were driving around, we went deep in on the Jeep and, um, didn't see anything. And then all of a sudden that was where, you know, one of the guides, you know, he kind of knew the area and sure enough, he found this little tree where there was like probably like 15, 20. Pigs oh underneath it oh there was that many pigs there's a ton of pigs but
0: you can only get one
2: yeah <laughs> it was my fault <laughs> yeah uh <coughs> basically um we uh that was another instance where we were like 200 yards away and like me i was like i just wanted to shoot it from right there you know but but the you know the plan for the guide was to run in closer and take a shot and so we end up just running in. We ended up running through these creeks, just getting soaked. And we got to about fifty yards, and they didn't see us. You know, they didn't smell us or nothing. They said we were good, uh, but there was nowhere to post up. We were like standing on like, you know, the creek's edge, and like you couldn't lay down, get prone or anything. Uh, so we're basically freehanding the shot. Um, and then that's where the
0: sticks sort would of have came in. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have one on us, so we are just kind of, me and Robbie line up, and we are both just going to take a freehand shot, and um, we were trying to be as quiet as can be and coordinate it, and I forget how we did it. I think we weren't able to really count because we were trying to be quiet, and so I, th- I want to say Robbie just said, ready, and I was like, ready. And because we were lined up, he had his pig in sight, I had mine, the second I said "ready," my pig went from broadside to like facing away, and like that split second where it, went, it turned facing away, I hesitated. Like, oh shoot, mine turned, and he fired, and I'm like, oh, and I froze because I didn't want to just take like a bad shot, and and then um, and then I shot. It was like hesitated shot, and I ended up missing. And so he, he dropped his, and then I missed mine, and they all just took off, and I wasn't able to get another shot off. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, he shot that big old white and black one. Yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> it's funny because I see his picture, and he has, like, one glove on. <laughs> ah! <laughs> goes, what do you got, Robbie? Why do you have one glove on, dude? You Michael Jackson fucker why do you have one glove on in your picture? And it's like a freaking mechanics glove too, by That's the way. Look at it, that. Yeah. It's like a red, <laughs> like a biker glove and shit. I, I see the picture. I was like, I would have took off the freaking leather glove. Mm-hmm. Right. So you guys each drops one, you miss. Mm-hmm. You guys go, are you able to walk, drive to it though?
2: Uh, walk to it. Like, like we were only like 50 yards away and we were close. Um, and so we walked to it, um, I think his was kind of circling it didn't like just drop it was kind of circling and then dropped um, and we looked for blood to see if I like you know clipped one or something but there was there was nothing you
0: would have knew with your big ass bazooka you're shooting coming I mean, you're yeah. ready, dude like mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you're on and out you're yeah. ready to whack some shit mm-hmm yeah and then um and then I was like, should I go run after him and the guy's like, you're not gonna catch him <laughs> yeah, they're gone they're gone mm-hmm.
0: and, and isn't it funny to see how fast? Yeah, basically. I mean it's intriguing, right? Yeah. Like I, re- I remember like my first pig hunt, a long, long time ago. And to see these pigs run. I was like, "Holy shit, these little things can run!" Mm-hmm. I mean, they go fast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we come in the camp Saturday night, and uh, we all eat. We're all partying a little bit, drinking a little beer, celebrating, because Jason, also dirt rider, mm-hmm. he gets one, and dude. Five inch cutters on that bitch. Big. Five, I mean, it's big. a yeah. It's gonna be tough for. I, it'll be tough for me, <clears throat> in my lifetime, to see anybody. Shoot one that big. I mean, it's a big pig.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and that was his first animal.
2: That's awesome.
0: And it was it was a great time that night. Mm-hmm. Knowing that night Saturday. You already know now, like it got to be in your mind, like because I've every hunter that's ever been on any kind of camp know the deadline.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I've been there, especially on my New Mexico bull hunt, elk hunt. I hunted five days hard. That last night out, I was like, "Shit, Mm -hmm. this is it, dude. This is my last." This is my last chance. Yeah. There's no more chances. You're going into day three in the morning. And we're supposed to go to the area that's the give me. Mm-hmm. There's pigs everywhere, right? Yeah. And you've got to be doubting yourself a little bit still. 100%. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody's feeding it up, like, yo, 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 yo. We... Yeah, we're going. It, 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 they're, it's kind of hyped up to where everybody's calling it the zoo. <laughs> Pigtopia, right? Yeah, We're going to Pigtopia. No, we're... It's not like that. This is hunting. This It wasn't Bighorn Ranch. Mm-hmm. When, if everybody knows back in the days, because Bighorn's closed now. Bighorn Ranch was this place in Riverside. If you want to kill something, you can go there pay 450 550 whatever the pigs were but you get one okay. it's, it's it's not big one this is and I want everybody to be clear when I'm talking about and we were calling it pigtopia in the zoo it's just a fun name and a joke that we came up with because the guides chasing them from CGM says They've been seeing one to two hundred pigs down this little meadow all the time. And it's because of their research and their scouting that, yeah, they're in there. I'm like, why are you telling us on Saturday night that we're going to go there? Why did not we all go there Friday? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yep. If it's so Zootopia, why did not we do that shit? So... We're gonna, the plan is we're gonna go to another area on Sunday. This is Saturday night. A lot of people are outside in the patio still because Robbie and Jason, they have their pigs there. Mm -hmm. And we're all like, fuck yeah. I'm thinking, hell yeah, dude. Three of the six people that I got to come up here got them already. We just need three more to cash tomorrow, baby. Mm -hmm. And these guys are getting me excited. Okay? I'm not even hunting.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay? I'm up there for you guys. I'm not hunting. I am jacked up, though, baby Chad. I am jacked up because I'm like, I hope it is the fucking zoo. Yeah. Pigtopia, like they say. I'm hoping it's like that. We have to get up early, though, yeah, to make it there. Did, huh? So the game plan was like, oh, dude, we need to leave by 4, 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. So pretty much everybody packed up that night. Yeah. So when we left in the morning, we were just like, we're on the road to mm-hmm. get to that spot. On the way to the spot, we're all driving our own vehicles because from there, we're going to leave from there. Mm-hmm. Instead of driving another hour and a half. Or hour and 20 minutes back to where we were.
1: Yeah.
0: We get over there. On the way over there, though. On the way over there, though, Chad. You have to be thinking, like, fuck. I hope this is it. Because you know why? You already had two opportunities. 100%. Okay?
2: Yeah, I was, Friday uh... night you had one.
0: And Saturday you had one. Yep. Right? Yeah. Most people are like... I hope to have a opportunity. <laughs> Here's baby Chad already having two.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And fucking Mark's pig that he got was solid. Mm-hmm. Robbie's was a big sow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But Mark, his pig was a good one. Mm-hmm. Both, you had opportunities. I did. And, yeah. And, where's my? Where's this one? This is for you. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, baby.
0: That's what happened two nights in a row. Yeah. You heard the trombone.
1: Yeah.
0: You're feeling it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Next morning, we get up, we drive. On the way over there, my dude.
2: (laughs) What are you thinking, dude? Kind of that sound effect, basically. I'm like, I'm texting my wife because my wife's used to me going out fishing, turkey hunting, all hopeful. I'm talking it up the night before and I come back with nothing. And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> I didn't get anything. And so, you know, she, know, I, you know, I paid up, you know, to go out there, took the weekend and I'm like talking it up, you know, the first two days. And by that last day I'm texting her, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get a pig. <laughs> like, you know, and she's like, I thought it was a hundred percent guaranteed. And I'm like, it's a hundred percent guaranteed opportunity. I'm like, I've had two opportunities, you know, I blew it. Um, you know, so I, at that point, I'm still hopeful, but at the same time, I, you know, realized like, you know, I had my chance, and if I don't get anything, you know, that's okay. Um, but uh, you know, I was ready, you know, ready for it, and we end up going out there, and that, you know, that farm, that that place is pretty crazy. Like, you know, right off the bat, we didn't see pig, but just to see like, you know, these giant, you know, longhorn bulls and Hey, so that's... Oh, dude, I, Yeah. Those are the...
0: Those are the... Uh, the Tile Bulls. Oh, okay. They're not longhorns. Okay. No, those are that, that, that crazy bull I was telling you about.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, those were crazy Oh, see. right next
0: to that barn area when you're driving to that one gate? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, those are the ones. I forgot you went there. Yeah. I, I, so I went on the ham slam over there. We, yeah, had to, okay. we went down there.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's a cool spot. <laughs> oh, dude super cool right Mm -hmm. so (coughs) we all meet up at this spot and we all pull in we're all like four cars deep okay and the game plan was two cars to go in right Mm -hmm. well there wasn't enough room for a few of us to go so my thing was oh no I'll stay back, and the other guy, some other guys stayed back, too, because there wasn't enough in our room. And the point was, we were there for you guys. You go in. If I go in, that means one of the hunters don't go in, right? I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I can't wait for these guys to come back. Yeah. So you guys go in. So now, from here on in, I got to just, like, go off of what you're telling me, because... I didn't get to go then there. I never even knew what this place looked like until last week, Jeff. Uh, okay. I never yeah. been down there That's and right I didn't get to go in yeah. and on the second uh, second trip that we did, we didn't go there at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody because uh, we couldn't get a hold of uh, it's another property and we had to get a hold of the owner and, and make sure it was cool to go hunt his property. We couldn't do that. Okay. so we didn't go there on the second trip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I never got to go in there at all until last week. When I went to the Ham Slam, and then I got to go in with these guys, yeah. and I was just like, woo
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: dude. And you, and all you listeners, you guys are going to be hearing the Ham Slam. i probably, I might put this one out before the Ham Slam, because I got a couple little things I'm doing out. I, I, <laughs> so, if you guys hear this, the Ham Slam's coming, or if you guys hear this, the Ham Slam podcast already dropped. So either way, ah! <laughs> so you guys go and take off
1: mm-hmm. and you go yeah and
0: you're and you're driving in so how how when you're driving in down that road and you because i know where you're at now
2: yeah yeah and so yeah so we get getting chase's truck and uh we're all kind of just you know squeezed in there and we start going in and you know after all the talk we were expecting like you said to see pig everywhere you know like you know zoo of pigs Right off the bat, we don't see them, and and Chase is saying, uh, you know, that the rancher said they were right over here, and we don't see them at all. And we're, you know, kind of skeptical, like where are they? We see these elk, you know, tule elk, all on the hill. And, elk everywhere there. Yeah, like buffalo or on the other side. We're like, where are the pig? And um, and then so he ends up. Um, I think he kept he kept Ryan. He said, Ryan, stay with me. You other guys you know, go in, we had um, uh, Seth, um, Black Black Bear Pursuit, and then, I want to say it, Brett? Brett. Brett, right? Yeah, Brett, yeah. Yeah, and uh, me, him, and the guide, we went out, and he's like, just walk up to the top of that hill, he's like, those pigs are somewhere, you know, they're right in this area, so we went all the way around, saw those giant Mexican bulls, buffalo, and we're like, you know, um, and then, and then all of a sudden we get up to the top of this hill and I'm kind of in the front, everyone else is behind me and all of a sudden, boom, right there's this big boar right in front of me, <laughs> uh, probably 40 yards. Does will uh, see you? Yeah. He's definitely sees me because we're right clear as day, but he's kind of has the same response as I had, I think because the, you know, it's not like a pressured area. We both just froze up. And I've got you know Brett, Seth, Guy, everyone's around me. I just happen to be slightly in front of everybody, um, and uh, and and then I kind of froze, and like at the same time, I kind of turned around, and look at the other guys, and then Seth luckily spoke up and was like, you know, I had a, I had multiple opportunities and missed. Seth I think had one miss, and he's like Brett hadn't even had an opportunity yet. So he's like Brett. That's you. Shoot. And so we let him shoot, and he shot, and he hit it. Um, and there was some controversy, but it, it looked to me like it hit kind of like the back area of it, uh, and it took off running. And then um, we went after it, and it kind of went down this hill, and it, like, posed up at the bottom of this hill, uh, and it was probably, like, another maybe 100 yards from a, the property line where if it goes on the other side of the property, you know, we can't get it type of thing. Um, and it, it was a weird situation, but, um, you know, Seth gave him, you know, fair opportunity. He's like, shoot it, shoot it. You know, the thing's standing up, and it's facing him, you know, broadside. And he's like, um, he's like shoot it, man, shoot it. And Brett's getting ready, but I, I get it. It's hard to free arm, you know, shot like that, short range. And... Uh, and he's like, if you don't shoot it, I'm going to have to shoot it. It's going to take off. It's going to, you know, we're going to lose it. And, you know, looking at the time, like me personally, I'm like, I'll let that thing run off. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm not taking his, you know, pig, but looking back, I get it. It's like, it's the last day. It's Sunday, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. It was, we're yep. trying to get home. We've got three pigs we're trying to get. Um, and Seth Seth did, you know, gave him a heads up, and Seth ended up taking the shot and just put it down. And, and that's she- a good thing, because, you know, mm-hmm. like, ethically,
0: if that pig, you know, someone needed to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: You know, like, put that pig down. It's already been injured. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't let it run off to another, because it ain't going to live. Yeah. Okay. It's what? If it's right there standing after a a shot with a rifle Mm -hmm. if it's standing like that it to me it is okay it ain't gonna be the shot that you die fast Mm -hmm. it's the shot that you're gonna die but suffer Mm so i'm glad that Seth did the right thing and said, you know what? I'm on it. Boom! Got it. Drop it, dude. Yeah!
1: Hey, right? Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. I heard the stories from both people. Mm-hmm. And morally and ethically, the right choice was Seth, what he did. Yeah. And I applaud that dude because that dude, hey, dude, he's like legit guy. Okay?
1: Yeah.
0: And and he's on the bear committee and everything else. By the way, I mean, I just – it's. You know, extra thrown in there. This guy, Seth, I'm talking about. If you guys don't know who it is, it's Black Bear Pursuit. He stands for ethics. Okay? He stands for doing the right thing. And he's fighting for us hunters, as bear hunters anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, he doesn't want to see anything suffer anyway. Yeah. And I get it also is you can't go on that end of the property line. Property is property, yeah. And you know, a lot of hunters I know nowadays, I don't know them, but it happens that they'll come to a fence line and, and just disregard it and go through it
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of doing the proper channels and get a hold of somebody. And these guys know their property so well; they knew like, hey, if it goes over there, we're not going over there because we can't get a hold of that property manager. Mm-hmm. We don't the owner. We can't. We won't be able to get a hold of him. So we got it. He drops it. Yeah. You guys all walk down to it together?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so we all walked down together. And I don't <clears throat> remember 100% the, like, sequence of it. But <clears throat> as all this shooting was going on, because in that time, I think Brett had take a, taken a couple more shots and missed. And that's why Seth was kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, just drop it. But during that period, we heard another shot just on the other side of us. Uh, and we were kind of like oh, shoot and when that happened we saw 10 12 pigs just run to the other property and we were like oh shoot you know like we tried you know us other guys tried to get set up but they were they were gone quick um and then so we end up walking down to it and um and it was big it was it was a nice big you know big one and we end up uh I want to say Five or six, I think all of us ended up. They tied a rope, tied off hand ties on the rope, and we ended up dragging it all the way back to the truck.
0: So at this point, you hear, you guys got one pig you're dragging out. Mm-hmm. You hear another gunshot, not mm-hmm. far from you, yeah. and it happened to be probably Ryan. It was Ryan. You know Ryan Tallow. There, everybody mm-hmm. check out that guy also. He shoots one.
1: Mm-hmm. Or he
0: shoots a pig. Yeah. But I mean, he shoots. You don't even know if he got it or not at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. He did get one, everybody, though. Ryan, he shot a nice one, too. Yeah. You have one. You guys are all helping out, dragging this one out. Next thing you know, all all these pigs go running to the property. Mm-hmm. Baby Chad, you do not have one yet. Okay? <laughs> no. So, do you drag that pig all the way back to the, the Jeep? Or the uh, vehicle, I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we were in Chase's truck. Yeah, Chase's truck. We okay. ended up driving, dragging it all the way back. Ryan ended up meeting up with us. He helped us. Um, and that's and when then, you find out he got one. Yeah, we found out he got one. And then I think, I want to say Chase drove his truck up, so we didn't have to drag it super far. But we loaded up, and then we load up Ryan's. Um, and then we're, we're heading out. We're leaving or like, that's it. Let's go back, meet up the guys. And I'm just like, at that point, I've accepted no pig for me. And um, But Chase is being cool about it, even though I had my opportunity. He's like, hey, man, we'll bring you back and take care hey, of you. And you know what?
0: Chase from CGM, everybody, check out CGM, dude. <laughs> Conservative Game Management. Mm-hmm. This guy Chase's operation is top notch. Yeah. Right? It is. And that dude... Is super classy. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you had two opportunities, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> okay?
0: So he says, hey, don't worry, dude. I got you. I'm going to bring you back. Because you know what? He's done that with everybody I've, I've known. And he makes sure he's a family man. Okay. It, mm-hmm. He's a business. But he runs his business not like a business. You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Is, yeah, it's a business. It's a cut and dry deal. He's not that guy. Mm-hmm. You came out here hunting. I want, you know what?
2: I want you to come get one. Mm-hmm. I'll bring you back out. You're driving out. So we're driving out, and then we're heading out. I've accepted defeat, and then all of a sudden Seth's like, hey, what's that up on the hill over there? <laughs> um, and then Chase checks, and yeah, it's a couple pigs up on the hill, like 400 yards away. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't want to admit it, but I ended up taking a shot from 400 yards and missed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it missed again. I, I just shot just under them. They thought maybe I clipped it, uh, but I don't think I did after the fact because we didn't see anything on the pig. But um, they end up taking off. We go to the other side. We're waiting for them to come up and over, and basically just looking for that same pig that I shot at. Um, They're like, you might have clipped it, let's wait for that, shoot that one, and I I was able to get comfortable, get prone, Um, you know, 250 yards. And here they come over the hill. Here they come over the hill. How many? Uh, There was like three or four of them at that point, and I saw the one that I shot at, it was kind of limping weird, and that's why we thought maybe I clipped it. But I think it was just walking weird and then from there I was able to you know a comfortable shot took it and I hit it dropped just, it just dropped it mm-hmm. and what did you shoot it with uh, at that point it was a uh, everyone's favorite you guys are ready it's a 6.5 yeah Creedmoor. <laughs> oh 65 <laughs> yeah it's six 5 6.5 Creedmoor uh, I had that big the 7mm Sherman Short the orange gun that I was had uh-huh. but uh the scope got bumped um on one of the one of the Jeep trips, and it was like it just I wasn't I didn't have enough ammo to recite it, so I switched to my backup rifle and.
0: Um, hey, dude, we're at this Ham Slam. This la- oh, we're gonna go right back to it, yeah, okay? I yeah. just we're just talking. Yeah. This guy comes out last week to the Ham Slam. He literally went not got his hunting license because of me. He's like, "Oh, dude, I listen to you, dude. I want to get, I want to get in hunting, so I went and got a hunting license." I'm like, "Cool." Mm-hmm. He bought a gun for the ham slam. Mm-hmm. He's never shot it, dude. Jeez. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's never, he's never even shot a gun. Yeah. And he comes out to this ham slam. There were some guys on this trip, Adam and Phil. They took this fucker under his wing. Oh, cool. And help this guy out, mm-hmm. and they got him sighted in, Dang. shooting tacks, dude, Dang. right? Mm-hmm. Shooting tacks. Ah! <laughs> they go out hunting Friday night, no pigs. Okay. Saturday morning, we get up ready to go. This guy sets his gun on a chair. Like this. Hit the chair. The gun fucking falls off. And that was it. He goes out hunting. Thank the Lord that he did not get into any pigs. Oh, really? Because when they got back afternoon, I was like, hey, dude, you should go out and fire your rifle, make sure it's all good. Dude, dropping that gun, That this is going back to you with your scope getting bumped. I never realized how easy it is to bump a gun. And, dude, he dropped his fucking rifle. Obviously, it was like a good fall. When it fell, everybody was like, oh! Like, they knew. Yeah. yeah. Okay? We went out and fired that rifle after that morning hunt. And, Chad, that thing was so off. Wow. It was horrible, dude. I was like, uh, yeah, you can't use that gun. Dang. And we And we fired... Twenty bullets through it. Try to, he might even fucked up the scope. Yeah. I don't know what about yours is, but mm-hmm. you, go, you, how did you know that your orange fucking special gun was yeah.
2: uh, off? I could feel it. Um, I I was kind of holding on to it while we were driving, and I, I think it was like it was tightened onto the rail um, on the rifle, but I think it when it bumped, it like went into the like a, like a different notch. And so it was. It was noticeably loose. Like I could feel something click, 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 click. Oh. And I and when I looked at it, I could see the the scope going click, click, oh. back and forth, side to side. That's what you mean by you yeah. felt. Oh, I like gotcha. I, could feel it. I like, was thinking like,
0: oh, you got some mental fucking shit going yeah. on. You're no, like, I oh, I,
1: could see it.
0: oh yeah. I, I gotcha. Yeah. So you knew. Mm-hmm. So that next that morning, you're like, I'm taking the six five out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I I took it that I. Good I, thing you brought two rifles. Yeah. Yeah, or else I would have been screwed because I, I only brought so much ammo for the other rifle, and I, I took it over there to the range, and I just blew through it all, like 10 rounds, and it just wasn't quite right. And I knew that the, the Creedmoor was at least good out to 400 yards. So. And it was on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so you dropped that with one bullet? It fell. Yeah. I had missed at 400, and then at, from 250 I dropped it with one. But
0: it didn't run after the 250, though. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you're walking up now <laughs> to the pig. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yep. You went from Friday opportunity, Saturday opportunity, and pretty much Sunday opportunity. Nothing. Then you got one. Yep. You're thanking the Lord. Thank you. I'm sure, I'm sure you had to say thank you to somebody mm-hmm. inside.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you're walking up to that pig. As you're walking to that pig, what were you thinking, dude?
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it was just relief. Just, yeah, like, I got it, you know, just relief. Like, finally, um, I was able to get it, and yeah, it felt good. It felt good, and then Seth was right there with me, and he took some pictures, and it was nice. They helped drag it out, and...
0: Mean, that guy's a game player. Yeah, yeah. He's a team player. Yeah, he's in it to win it with you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and that goes back to like when we do things like that, we want everybody to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I like that dude, Seth. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: he's a good guy. Yeah,
2: definitely. yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it couldn't have been, you know, better experience. I got to see so much action. I know there was guys that you know didn't get to see all that action. I got to see all the action. I had all the opportunities and. And uh, you know, finally get one felt so good, and and we literally, you know, gutted it, threw it in the truck, and drove right to you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude! And when you guys rolled in, I was so happy, dude, Mm -hmm. that everyone banged them out Mm -hmm. at at (laughs) Pigtopia. But even though they say it's pig, you still had to earn that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: because. You had an opportunity. One guy shoots, they all run. Next thing you know, another guy shoots, they run. And then it was a, it was a tough opportunity on Sunday for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It just, now that you just really clamped down and made this last opportunity count mm-hmm. because there was no more opportunity.
1: Yeah,
0: Like, dude, you're almost out the gate.
2: Yeah. Well, we were probably 100 yards from the gate to the main road. Like, we were done. And that would have been it. Would have been it, but now you got one.
0: Mm-hmm. You get back to us. It's, I'm, it's, I'm happy for everybody. I'm, I'm really pumped for all of you guys. Like if it was me that shot the same pig, you know, and that's what it was all about, right? Mm-hmm. Not only all that trip that you got a pig and you succeeded, I succeeded by getting you up there to get one also. Yeah. Okay, because that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I brought listeners up to this ram rama. Was on a different platform, okay, but same same concept we're talking about. Yeah. And to see you guys all succeed makes me happy, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It goes a little bit deeper for me, though, Chad. Because not only that is, out of those 12 hunters, I'm good friends and talk to 11 of them. Cool. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm without that pigorama and you going up there and me getting to meet you we wouldn't be here in your backyard mm-hmm. right yeah I wouldn't think oh baby Chad over here is like legit dude mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that yeah because you know what I wouldn't even know who baby Chad is if he didn't go yeah so what's so cool is you took the chance on me and it made us become better friends
1: yeah
0: and I I just think it's just awesome, dude. And I think from here on out, like there's going to be other camps that we share.
1: Definitely. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: The, the last are going to be great, right? <laughs> the only difference now is Chris wasn't here.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. He was supposed to be down here. And mm-hmm. he didn't show up for whatever reason. I don't even know the reason, but it is what it is. But we're here. Mm-hmm. We're going on two hours. We could have did like a fucking three or four hour special if he would have been here because it, <laughs> we wouldn't even been to the pig yet, right? Uh, yeah, right. So. You get your pig all skinned up, you're you're doing it uh I, uh, I ended up leaving when you guys are skinning the pig. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna roll you guys are all every got pig, it's uh, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you get your pig loaded up. Did did you drop it off at Harmony Farms? I did. I oh. was <laughs> gonna give
2: give them a shout out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you recommended Harmony Farms out there and and yeah, and I was like, you know, there's no I've I've read you know there's a few people in San Diego but I it just the reviews aren't the greatest and you know you really praised Harmony Farms and so I I stopped out there and was it Sonny? Sunny Sunny so, yeah I got to see Sunny and he was he was he was laughed when I said Chad recommended me he's like oh yeah
1: Chad <laughs> he's like yeah he's,
2: I know him and and he helped me because I had no idea you know I've never really been to a processor um, the deer I've gotten we've just cut up ourselves. So um I've never been to a processor and he helped me pick out what I wanted. And um the crazy part, I don't know if you know that they do this or not, but he offered to deliver it. He said we go to San Diego, he said we deliver to um markets in San Diego every other week. He said he said if you're okay to wait, he said we'll process it. He said we well, um for an extra fee like twenty bucks, we'll deliver it to your house. And that's what they did. They Processed it and actually delivered it to my front door. No way. Mm-hmm.
0: So everybody out there, because I've been going to this guy for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I've i never heard this. <laughs> I've took many, many people there and myself there many times. Harmony Farms and La Crescenta. Sonny is like the best. He'll vacuum. He'll cut up. He'll butcher whatever you want and he'll vacuum pack it. It's not paper wrap, dude, to where you have to, like, hammer the food out. Mm -hmm. Vacuum pack. I've had vacuum pack meat from Harmony Farms for over two years. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know I had a little little piece left. Ah! Because I get some pieces, I just, like, want to hang on to them. Like, oh, I could eat eat some shit up. Mm -hmm. This guy literally drops his pig off at Harmony Farms I'll get into the cuts in a second with you, okay: mm-hmm. But Sonny from Harmony Farms drops this meat off at your house. Were you at home when he dropped it off?
2: Yeah. Or was he, it, did it come in a cooler? It came in a cooler, but with like their delivery driver dropped it off, so like Sonny didn't personally do right. it, but, but yeah, they dropped it off, and So if you wouldn't, so if you wouldn't have been here, you'd have been okay for 100 percent. Yeah, it was frozen solid, it wasn't thawed out, frozen solid. They dropped it off. Dropped right into my chest freezer, and perfect.
0: Woo! Mm-hmm. Have, that is pretty badass, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Like,
0: you do have to. Because <laughs> you, I know you would have went back over there, not a heartbeat. I mean, yeah. That
1: was my plan. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you wouldn't have cared. You would have yeah. went over there. hmm But if a guy says, oh, don't worry, I'll drop it off of your house. Yeah. You take him up on that offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For 20 bucks, yeah. Come yeah. On. Yeah. will all day, right? Mm, yeah. So, you get your cuts. Mm-hmm. Any specialty cuts? Like, what'd you get?
2: I, um, yeah, I didn't know what to do at the time, but I, I kind of split it up. Um, I got the, probably the best, my favorite, has been the tomahawks. They did some tomahawks. Oh, you top. did a God
1: tom-
0: You know what? Next ammo I'm doing, next ammo I ever get, dude, I'm doing
2: a tomahawk. Mm, I yeah. want to do it. I haven't had one. Okay. Ever yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to do one. Yeah? Yeah yeah and um chase had actually let me know when we were there cutting it up that like a lot of times the bores aren't even worth getting processed like like as far as cuts go like to just get sausage basically they call it like a sausage pig um but he he said mine when he was cutting it up he was like he's like hi ah, yours yours doesn't have that smell that like gamey smell he said i think it'll be good to you know get it processed you could do ribs and all that and so I did that. I got I got you know ribs, the tomahawk. Um, I got a ham, whole ham off of it, um, and uh, a lot of like medallions and stuff. What's like your ba- What's your
0: favorite thing so far? You ate
2: the the tomahawk was definitely the best. Oh, I, know. I was hoping yeah. you were gonna see that. You see the <laughs> Traeger there? Oh
0: oh, I like the smoke.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Clock and meat. Mm-hmm. Is that the eight fifty? The Ironwood?
2: Uh, it 's not the ironwood i I heard you you wonder if you got the ironwood yeah. like, that's the next Yee! level
0: oh yeah, <laughs> hey dude I got on the the provider website dude I mm-hmm. follow Chad Bendez great dude out there he owns the provider okay mm-hmm. and they have a deal going on for Christmas like twelve days of Christmas or whatever okay. you buy shit mm-hmm. and you get in a raffle. So when it came Christmas time, I was like, you know what, dude? I'll buy some cookbooks. Mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of these these seasonings,
1: yeah.
0: and I'll use them for Christmas gifts. But also, put me in the drawing. <laughs> I won that that's shit, dude. Crazy. Christmas Eve, baby. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I got that ironwood, and dude, you know what, Chad? I love smoking it. I smoke a shitload. You smoke that tomahawk?
2: Yeah, yeah, and that and that that's how it comes out great. And, this is like the step down from the ironwood. Still good. It doesn't yeah. matter. I have a scout too. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's still like Wi-Fi enabled and all that. And and I remember seeing the ironwood and um, yeah, yeah. It's like I smoked a tomahawk. Um, How long did
0: you smoke it for? You remember?
2: Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, I think it was like two and a half hours. Um, and it yeah it came out good. Juicy. Mm, super juicy. Better than the ribs.
1: Because you said the ribs we, were a little tough. The
2: ribs were a little tough. I, I smoked them, too. Um, we did do another round of the ribs in, like, a pressure cooker, and they came out a little better. Uh, but, they I mean, Chase kind of gave me a heads up. Like, you can take the ribs, but they might be a little...
0: I hate, I, hey, you know what? They're not gaming Tough. Tough. A little chewy. Yeah. If I get ribs, I save them, and then I'll give them to the people. Okay. But more... Nine times out of ten, dude, I literally—that's you know how like they say the extra meat or whatever. i will do that and I'll make that into sausage or links or something. I—I'm not a rib guy. Yeah. Okay. My buddy Dwight, rib motherfucker. Okay. This dude—it would be interesting to see if he could do some of those ribs in his. Okay. Because Dwight. He, has, he don't have this kind of smoker, dude. He has a fucking smoker that you got to maintain wood. I mean, this guy's like th- that guy.
2: Those are tough. You got to be on them. On it, right?
0: And right. Dwight always brags about his fucking ribs. I got these ribs. <laughs> and I tell him, "Well, let me try one. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, he gave me a rib, and I was like, Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I think next to Phil's Barbecue, these are probably the (laughs) top fucking rib I've ever had. Right there. Okay? So I don't do ribs. I do all that. I'm doing a tomahawk next. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Period. How much meat you got
2: left? I still got... I probably actually still have about half of it left. We actually... Now I'm thinking about it, the thing we blew through first was the sausage i did have them do some um like sausage with it uh like breakfast sausage and that was just oh man yeah we blew through that
0: oh mm-hmm. and you found um, yourself eating it more than not just breakfast huh yeah oh, yeah
2: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so that i mean i i maybe maybe like a third of it i think we have some um yeah a few like another thing of ribs and a couple tomahawks and Another cool thing was they give, the like, the bones, too. Like, we, we – I didn't even ask for that. And they – you know, Harmony Farms, they cut up the bones and uh, for, like, broth. Yeah. Like, you could do, like, you do uh, a lot of that? I don't, but my wife's Hispanic, so she, she said she's interested in it. She'll make, like, a soup with it. Has she done it yet? Not yet. <laughs> I'm curious. Wh- wh- why is she lagging? You better get it on a wifey.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I take you scuba diving and getting lobster. You better give me some freaking bone broth. (laughs) 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 So you're all jacked up. You're so happy you got a pig. You call your wife when you're back at the place. I got one. I got one. You're so jacked up. Get it all skinned. You get it all quartered. How on earth? Oh, he's loud because he knows where it's coming. I know where it's coming. How on earth does a man (laughs) or a woman, because I I know people are listening, like, oh, why can't I be a man? Fuck off. It could be anybody. Leave a thousand dollar rifle (laughs) in the car. Leave it. Like, oh, I just, I have two rifles I own. I'm, I'm I'm acting like I'm Baby Chad right now. I own two rifles. I got the orange Swag in it, and I got the 6.5 Creedmoor. <laughs> My other guns are, I don't work no more. I got the 6.5 Creedmoor. I go hunting. Because <laughs> I missed the first one. I got a second one. <laughs> <laughs> I get a fig. I'm so jacked up.
2: I built, did you build that 6.5 too? Uh, not, not as much, but partially. Oh, okay. So, I mean, even better because you
0: should have said no, because even better that you said, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I seen baby Chad's rifles and he put a lot of work into them. He built them up and he specializes in these two rifles. A lot of these rifles, are just not a rifle that you go to the store, buy it, get it back in 45 days after the check. No, baby Chad over here got it to be baby Chad's rifle. Okay? This guy (laughs) (laughs) leaves his rifle at pig camp.
2: That's the story of my life right there. (laughs) How the heck did you do that? I, I mean... I hate to make excuses but the only thing i could i could really place to it was that kind of like i told you like i shot it literally as we were driving out of the gate it was you know 100 yards from the gate i shot it and like the big thing was like chase wanted us to have you know barrel down kind of like wedge in the crack of the seat so you know like hands off of it type of things being you know super safe and um and it was just the adrenaline just the adrenaline of like seeing I think it was just seeing Seth get his you know get his seeing Ryan get his and then me getting mine and then you know and I put the rifle down where I was supposed to put it and then we got back to you guys and then seeing you and Brandon and talking to you guys and then you know processing my pig getting it loaded up and then I helped Seth um you know I was helping them and then like, okay, you know, like let's all go. And I was so rushed because, like, I I'm big into football too, and so like I was in such a rush. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I was he- like I was like trying to get home for the second half of Super Bowl Sun, you know, of Super Bowl. And I just rushed out, and I was so focused on the pig. And then I literally was two hours down the road, and then I look back, uh, and I see my open case in the back, and I'm just like, oh my. <laughs> and I just remember calling and being like, because like, I knew you guys were going back the next weekend. Yeah. Being like, hey, is there any way you guys could pick up my ride? So I talked to Chase
0: the next day. He's like, oh, how, how you get any feedback from the guys? Like, everybody had a good time. Thanks, dude. You're awesome, dude. You're a great fucking host. This and that. He goes, yeah. A guy, I got all your guys' stuff. I'm like, what stuff? he goes oh yeah we got a couple shooting sticks and a rifle and I go a rifle he goes yeah one of you guys left your rifle and I got two shooting sticks I go a rifle like I didn't give a fuck about the shooting sticks I go a rifle he goes yeah I go who the fuck could leave a rifle I'm like well I told Tego, maybe they don't want it and they not want to give it to me <laughs> <laughs> and then it find out it was old baby Chad over here and I'm like oh, oh yeah and we got it next week and Brandon we brought it home and you went and met up with him mm-hmm. and oh there's a little one right there oh, right now if you guys are wondering what I'm saying right now baby Chad's little baby popped out and uh, They're all, they all want to be on the podcast ah. <laughs> so what's your upcoming plans for this season dude um I got a lot except for Arizona
2: yeah, yeah. Except for Arizona, um, I got a local deer tag. The D sixteen is my plan. Uh, turkey in the fall, I wanted to do, and um, just to motivate myself, I went ahead and already got the oh, just over the counter bear tag too.
0: Nice, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means you have to come up with me. Yeah. Um, there are no bears in San Diego. You know. I don't even know why they got a bear in the Fishing Game San Diego office.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just the weirdest thing, right? Yeah. You got a bear down here, full-size, body mount bear. Mm-hmm. I remember going there for the first time, getting a tag, and I'm like, yo, 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 you gotta a bear. No, there's no bear. I'm like, why do you got a bear down here?
1: Yeah.
0: It's ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to come up my area, mm-hmm. that's where the bears are at, right? Yeah. I mean, that's your plan, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, we're, oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, when you said, I'm going to go get a bear tag, you got to know, like, you're going up north.
2: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. They're there, um, like the Riverside area, up into the Sierras, too.
0: I do. There's nice bears up there. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, so if you do the Sierras, are you going to take your fly fishing gear, too? Yeah, I'd probably do a little fishing. Because you're a fly fisherman. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, I can't wait till my buddy Dwight meets you. We're going to do another podcast after you get an animal this year, and mm-hmm. we're going to do another one. Maybe we can get you and Chris together.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: he, he likes fly fishing. So yeah. It would be pretty dope yeah. to talk about some fly fishing stuff. Okay. Yeah, so,
2: yeah and Chris fly fishes, too. So, oh, he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got a fly fishing rod. Oh,
0: that's, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. So, season's coming up. Are you going out, trying to go out for uh, Open of the Bear for a boat?
2: I would like to. Um, but, yeah, realistically, I'm not sure if it'll line up. Um, I'm going on, the next, like, planned trip is I go on a seven-day offshore trip with Chris. Uh, we're going um, fishing? Fishing. Fishing. You,
0: you do a seven days. Seven days.
2: How the hell are you gonna do seven days? It's gnarly. I I've been I've been blowing them off for years, and that's why I finally agreed. It's is like we did an uh, I don't know if I did it with them. I I did an eight day and I did a five day with Chris, and it's probably been like another probably been five or six years since we've gone. And he asked me to go on a seven day, and I was like, oh, Yeah. What are good. you gonna be catching? Probably uh, definitely bluefin, yellowfin, maybe maybe wahoo. Uh, well, you yeah, remember Big
0: to... Chad over here when you get back with all that fish. I'm
2: going have a ton of fish.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm not a bluefin fan.
2: Really. I
0: know they say that's the cream of the crop. I'll pass on bluefin. I'm a, my fish, I'm a yellowfin. Mm-hmm. Avacore, I'll oh, fucking go nuts over this avacore. But next to that is yellowfin. And then I'll do some yellowtail because of ceviche and stuff. But yeah. for like sashimi and poke bowls, I'm a yellowfin guy. Okay. Wahoo's nice though. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. You're going so, man, seven, day, seven days. That's that takes. Bo-
2: when are you doing that? It's The end of August, end of this month. Oh. Or yeah, it's like August twenty something. Oh shit!
0: You're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's I can't. I can barely do a day. I couldn't imagine a seven days. What's the name uh, of the boat you're going on?
2: The Red Rooster.
0: The Red Rooster. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we we did an eight day, um, and it's gnarly. It's it's uh, it's an eight day trip. It's literally two days drive driving the boat down like you don't fish at all for two days and then you fish for four days and then it's two days back with no fishing like yeah it's kind of gnarly Well,
0: and yeah yeah, I'm not doing that Mm -hmm.
2: I'm not
1: yeah
0: count me out on that (laughs) (laughs) are you trying to take your boat out soon again
1: yeah
2: yeah I want to I made a few fixes on it and um, I think the next trip probably before we before I go on the seven day I want to we want to go dive do a little beer trip off point loma so
0: you fish off that over there too mm-hmm. with the pole you can do poles over that? Mm-hmm. can you pull and dive at the same time
2: yeah 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 usually we'll because we dive well usually takes one of our family members to be like boat i call them boat support uh they'll just be on the boat they cast out um and if the anchor breaks loose they can drive it if we or if we pop up you know 300 yards away they can drive the boat to us right. instead of having to swim that happens Oh. I'm, I'm pretty good with the under underwater navigation, but there's still, like, if you get current or heavy surge, sometimes you end up pretty far away. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, hey, we're going on two hours and a half. I thought this
0: was going to be a filler, but it's definitely not going to be a filler. <laughs> Honestly, baby Chad, I could probably talk to you for another hour easy. I mean, you're a great dude. I'm glad you had me over here. Yeah. We're bringing some modellas. I the back patio. It's it's nice. The wind's blowing down here in San Diego. It's freaking breezy nice. I had a great time with you, dude. It's awesome to be down here, and we're going to share more camps together, and we're going to talk more. For everybody out there, hey, thanks for listening, dude. I appreciate it. I'm very humbled that everybody's following around. Great response. I'm going to be on all platforms soon, hopefully sooner than later. You know? If you like what you're hearing, just get down there. Hit that subscribe button. Hear me every month, dude. Every month, every week, you're going to hear it. I'm going gonna, gonna to be a cast that comes out every week. I might even have two a week. I'm not sure. Probably, though. Because ah! <laughs> I got so many in the bank. Hey, you know, everybody out there, make sure like you do your diligence, dude. Get out there. Shoot your bow, dude. Put up some cameras. Get out there. Honey season is right around the corner. I can't wait to hear the feedback. And all the pictures and all the great response of everything, of everybody getting. You know, I can't wait to start seeing videos and everything else for everybody to be saying, you know it. Whack em and pack them. Thanks, everybody. Woo! See you next week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, baby Chad. Woo hoo. Yeah, baby. Woo.